He's a criminal's worst nightmare. A cop who enjoys the danger. No guns, no jujitsu, just bring him down. Do you really want to jump? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on. Wait, I what do you mean? Wait a minute. What the? He was ready to retire. Now, he's going to wish he had. Gun! Oh! Oh! oh. Raj, meet your new partner. New partner? <laughs> If these guys can just stand each other. What you got in there? Boy and Smith? A lot of old timers carry those. The bad guys don't stand a chance. Don't kill anybody. Don't kill anybody. I'm too old for this. Are you as good as you say you are? Nobody can touch me. Suppose we better register you as a lethal weapon. You ever met anybody you didn't kill? Well, I haven't killed you yet. Did you also date Kevin Federline? I did. We married for a short period of time. I thought so. Like right yeah. before I met you, right? Yeah. You were briefly married to Kevin. And I was like, life. Kevin, I'm not wearing this fucking hat. Podcast juice. Podcasting tastes good. <laughs> Podcast juice. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Once it touches your lips. Mm. It means it's podcast time. It sure does. Gets the gets the juices flowing. Gets the podcast juice going throughout my body. Hey Alex, I have a question for you. What would that be? Uh, are you getting too old for this shit? Huh. <laughs> um, man, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yes. Which is a popular uh, line from the movie we have selected for this episode of Let's Ruin Our Childhood. I am Alex Carter. I am Toll McGrain. And we watched Lethal Weapon. Number one, baby. How long has it been since you saw it? Oh, boy, a really long time. Same. I was actually surprised when I saw I saw Gary Busey's name in the credits, and I was like, holy shit, yeah, I, I forgot f- Gary I Busey was too. even in this. All the, all the memories I have of this movie are actually memories from part two and three. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't actually remember. I remembered a few things. This one is very different. But and then later they did add- Did they make four of these? Yeah. They didn't make five, did I, they? I, in fact, I bought all four of them today. <laughs> Because I oh, went do you to, have to buy a four-pack? I went to Video Warehouse, and they didn't have it. And I was like, fuck. Oh. I got off work late. I got Chinese food. It's such food. a classic movie, too. Yeah. They, don't, they didn't have Short Circuit 1 at Video Warehouse, either. Wow. It's like if, if a movie actually gets rented frequently, they don't have it because <laughs> they it ain't gets about that. scratched up. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. There goes our sponsorship. <laughs> just kidding, Video Warehouse. You have most of the movies. Just not the necessary ones sometimes. And they don't always work. That is also true. What didn't work? Commando didn't work. Yes. And I got reprimanded for uh, polishing them myself. <laughs> That's weird. Yes. Because you can see the marks, even though they didn't work, and then they do. 
It's a dying medium. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If let's say you uh, you scuffed up their copy of Commando, what would they have to do? Go to Amazon and get one for twenty dollars? Apparently, if you if you run a place that rents movies. You have to still like buy them from the weird catalog. Oh, whatever. I don't know. Is they there a fucking like- is there a fucking movie store cop yeah. that goes around and is like, "Hey, I'm detective." It's like the librarian <laughs> from Seinfeld, <laughs> exactly. the library cop. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. He comes it's in a- his fucking, you know, he's he's got his raincoat on, his hat, he's got yeah. his badge. I got to yeah. check every one of these fucking where did you buy this here? Yeah, I need to check your... Yeah. And how would they even uh, fucking know? Exactly. It's a real load of b- bullshit. But guess how much all four Lethal Weapon movies cost me on DVD? Just DVD, not Blu-ray? Just DVD. Ooh, Ten bucks. Oh, not quite, buddy. Five ninety nine. Oh, shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a great deal. And guess what? I popped it in. It fucking worked on the first try. It right never up. happens with DVDs. All right, nice. I got a crappy Blu-ray player. It seems very touchy. I maybe. should probably get the internet or a splurge on a better one. Splurge all over it. <laughs> splurge all over that fucking... Like, oh, this is why it doesn't work. I splurged on it. <laughs> uh, <hey-o. laughs> uh, Let's start a GoFundMe so Toll can get a new Blu-ray, everyone. Come on. Yes. And a new shoulder. A new shoulder and the internet. Yeah, yeah. I should get a GoFundMe to get the internet. Yeah, let's <laughs> also, bring the internet yeah. to Toll. Let's yes. bring Toll the World Wide Web right into his own home. Yep, and we'll uh, <laughs> it'll just be ongoing in so, 2018. <laughs> so people are paying my monthly bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> now this is a subscription you guys are paying to, so get ready for that monthly. The irony shot. of that is uh, how much. Uh, my satellite bill is I don't even want to say how much it is but it is fucking insane they should just throw the internet in for free for Jesus you right Jesus Christ well when that you have no direct joke. TV as I also do you can get a oh wait no I get a discount on my stupid cell phone because it's AT&T uh, ooh how's that they improved their service didn't oh they? their service is impeccable which is oh, really? expensive but maybe not who knows well that's good remember you had to pay for minutes on your phone you're like, oh, fuck, I used up all my minutes talking to my girlfriend. Oh, I would get in trouble for that sometime. <laughs> I'm uh, about to turn 37. I'm still on a family plan there, Alex, so oh, don't worry yeah, about it. Oh, yeah, buddy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Stick the whole, on that family plan for as long as you can. The whole fam is on it, baby. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a good deal. Yep. It really is the best deal there is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, the irony of that is the things I use my phone for. <laughs> yeah, your your family is subsidizing your porn habit. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, uh, lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. I remember this came out in 1987. Yes. Uh, I do remember seeing this. I saw this in the Story City movie theater. Shout out to the Story City movie theater. How old were you in 87? Uh, I was 17. No. <laughs> uh, that was that was weirdly not that, like, I was like, there's no fucking way you were. Like, I have to make what? it close enough for you to yeah. think about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a very Alex move. I was 11. Okay. Yeah. All right, all but again, right. whenever I think of, about these movies, I think of the the much larger because this movie. I didn't look at the numbers yet. I'll look them up, but 
Lethal Weapon was humongous. Yes, it, it was. It kicked off. Uh, there now, I can't say that there have been many buddy cop movies before this one. I think 48 yeah, Forty Eight Hours, hours was the one where it's like, oh yeah, Forty Eight Hours was probably the. I don't know that it was the first one, but it was the one where it's like it's also sort of a comedy. Yeah, but we take where, but we take the action and stuff real seriously. A comedy action, yeah, right. But this was the one that really blew it up to another level. For sure. It was humongous. Yes. What were the parody movies? Loaded Weapon? Loaded Weapon. Loaded Weapon 1. And like, they made a few of them, didn't they? Yeah, I think there's more than one Loaded Weapon. Loaded you know, Weapon is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I remember. Those were great movies, too. <laughs> yeah. God, you know a movie's huge when it spawns a... A, a huge uh, parody? A parody um, franchise. Like Top, Gun, Top Gun and Hot Shots? Scream and Scary Movie. Oh, yeah. I think Scary Movie's probably... The franchise has probably made more than Scream. God damn. Probably. Uh, that first Scary Movie was so huge, people were like, what the... F-? Like, <laughs> yeah. A guy takes a, a, a dong through the ear. Remember that? That's right. Mm-hmm. What year did that come out? Like 2000? Yeah, they're older than... 99? Yeah. Yeah, probably older than you think. Yep. Oh, 1987, Loaded Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Lethal Weapon is Mel Gibson. Right, which we find out early in the movie. Oh, he's a crazy God. mofo. Yeah. Which he often is, and actually is. This So he had been through um, uh, Mad Max, well, Road Warrior, Mad Max, and Beyond Thunderdome. Those three had all come out before he made this. Thunderdome came out before this? Yes. Oh, I was shit. I see that also. Yeah, I'm surprised. So, and in between those, he made a couple of small movies, but this was really like the big like blow up for Mel Gibson, I think, right? I would say that. This a- kicked after, him into high gear. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It took, he was like, he was Mad Max. He was big. And then suddenly he's Riggs. Right. Which makes him, now he can be whoever the fuck he wants. Anytime. I need to look at the. But how many movies? On this. We learn uh, not too far into this movie. He has uh, lost his wife, or we assume. What percentage of Mel Gibson movies does he has he already lost or does lose a family member? The Patriot. Yes. Yes. Braveheart. Yes. yes. Mad Max. Mad Max. Yes. Yes. Uh, what women? Th- what women want? Or what's that? What was that one? What women want? I just watched it on Saturday. Really? <laughs> yes. That's which is ironic. Bird on a wire. I don't know. Bird on a wire. Maybe Goldie Hawn. Yes. He murdered Goldie Hawn. No, I don't <laughs> yes. remember that. I remember seeing that. I can. Rem- Here's a weird memory. I have a memory of seeing the trailer for Bird on a Wire many times in the Story City Theater and being annoyed that I kept seeing it. Isn't that, that is, weird? That is pretty weird. That's an obscure movie at this point. Bird it is on a very wire. obscure. That was a mediocre like rom com. Rom com, but, but it's still hate, kind of like a the, buddy the, the action. Lo- like the love hate, where the yeah. man and the woman don't get along at all. It's very abrasive, and there's action happening, and then of course they fall in love. Yep. Bird on a wire. We'll get to that in in, in the year twenty twenty five. Yes, we're, we're, <laughs> we're still really scrounging. This. Yeah, <laughs> although there will be new movies. I mean, that come out now by then. That, right. Well, not now, but we'll be talking about episode nine and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they brought in another fucking 
Death Star. Even bigger one this time. <laughs> yes. No, but even did. bigger than the planet killer. Oh, it's a yeah. galaxy killer. It it goes across several star systems and then it makes one big zap and blows it. It just blows I up. I swear the to whole God, universe. if they do that, they can't. Like the whole giant weapon, they can't do it anymore, right? There's no way. What what can they do? Unless there's like a Thanos sitch, which would also be like there's like, oh, here's a guy That's true, if you they, don't do a certain well, thing. Well, maybe you don't have to up the stakes that high. Maybe just like having all their friends wiped out. Well, that was Rogue One, I guess. Yeah. That's a good movie. Rogue One was good. I think it's kind of Very fun. good. In fact, it makes the first Star Wars a better movie, in it my does. opinion. It does. It, it ties up loose ends in, in ways that make it. All the elevated. dumb shit in the first Star Wars. They're like, here's Rogue One explaining all the dumb shit in the first Star Wars. We've had 40 years to think about it. <laughs> yeah. And so we got some good answers. We think you'll yes. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lethal Weapon. Shall we begin? Lethal Weapon. I also forgot. There was a porn star once named Letha Weapons. Are you serious? Yeah. How fake were her tits? Uh, I think they were, I they were like I think they were gigantic and super gross. <laughs> yes, like stretched out. Yeah, like Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I keep trying to do a joke about how uh I don't know if you ever catch any softcore pornography on your direct TV anymore. Of course. Uh it's like all the ladies that aged out of actual pornography now. Yes, I will so I like, will say I've I've I, keep I don't trying have to. Do, to I, I have, keep trying to do a joke about this, and it doesn't work. So I'll just talk about it on my podcast. Yes, where nothing matters, <laughs> where no one is here to judge. Cole and I are just having fun together. So fuck you guys. We're gonna talk about this. But yeah, uh, whenever you see some of those, and you're like, "Oh, it's a porn star." I, I remember Mary. What's her name? Yeah. But that was, I guess she was a porn, and then you start doing the math, and like, oh yeah, she's kind of aged out. And yeah, you out. age out into softcore porn now. Actually, some of the porn now, though, the softcore stuff on Cinemax and Showtime uh, is real porn where they just don't show the penetration. Yeah, yeah, they're I, actually having sex. I, but they keep making new softcore porn movies, which to me, this this here's the my joke. I've also tried to tell. Now it's time for me to roll my bit. <laughs> Here we go. Who are they making these movies for? I have no old... Here's the the same people that watch Fox News. Here's here's who they're for. <laughs> okay. So someone who can afford to pay for Cinemax. Yes. But can't afford for a cell phone? Can't afford a cell phone bill? I have no idea. Porn is free and readily available on any sort of smartphone. To a degree that it's... It's it's crazy when you yeah. think about it. Like how like you can be anywhere anytime and be like, "Oh, I'm going to pull yeah. up a Every little." Every male over 18 is currently addicted to porn. <laughs> More than yes, to it's Not a sliding ever. scale, but 68%. Yes. Right. Yeah. Back in my day, you had to work for it anyways. You did. And when you found some, you were like, <laughs> you're like, "Yes." <laughs> I'll be I've been in the, I walked around the woods long enough, I finally found Yep. Porn in the woods. But I don't know. That so would I, be dude. What? Our first episode of Two Dumb Guys should be Porn in the Woods. Porn in the Woods? <laughs> yes. We'll make it a throwback. It'll take place in 1994. <laughs> uh, we'll, have, we'll have some production. We'll be a couple of 40-year-old dudes <laughs> that find some porn in the woods and are far too excited about it. Ah. 
Look for that on YouTube soon. <laughs> With 18 views. <laughs> All thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I did I got uh-huh. a I got a new camera. I got a fancy new camera and we can totally oh, shoot. Amazing like it does video super well, so I just have to figure out how to use it now. Oh, and dude. And there'll be two dumb guys sketches humming coming at you. We gotta get one of those fucking foldable light thingies that we reflect light with. Yep. So we look like professionals. <laughs> gotta get some sound equipment. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. All right. Lethal weapon. <laughs> we watched it. We watched it. I have a problem when I get off work late. I'm also eating dinner at the beginning of these movies. And not paying attention. Uh, I pay attention, but then I'm like, your heart's not in it because yeah. you're eating food. Yeah. And I'm real stressed about getting it going before it's fucking 10 o'clock when it's over. Sure. Um, but yeah, I was also, I forgot that Richard Donner directed this. Director Superman. of Superman. Yep. Yes. Of so, directed high... by Richard Donner of Superman fame. Yes. Written by Shane Black of Predator fame, who we just talked about in Predator. Yes. That Shane Black Wrote this movie. Yes. And Monster Squad, which we did. Yep. I think he directed Monster Squad also. Did he not? Very possible. Am I lying? I don't know. Don't worry about it. But he definitely wrote it, and he probably directed it. Yep. He also, it turns out when you watch Lethal Weapon, you're like, oh, he has a very good formula for uh, buddy crime movies. Yeah. Not necessarily buddy cop movies, but- he, there's lots of twists and turns, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? And the yep. banter is pretty great, and they're always opposite. Yeah, his movies are all, I mean, he's Dude, st- the- I mean, he's still, he just made The Predators, which I didn't, that was in and out of theaters quick. I, I wanted to catch that. Yeah, part. it didn't make it'll be out, It'll be out on, v- on VOD in like a month probably, but. <clears throat> but he's still at it. I wonder what is. Let's see. Let's see what directed Iron Man three and wrote. Two. But that was also the the Iron Man sequels. I love the first Iron Man, but I, Iron I Man never two. Saw Iron Man three. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> it made a shitload of money, but it's not that great. If I look, yeah, oh, I don't. But yeah, directed by Richard Donner, written by Shane Black. Oh man, know it his uh he wrote the screenplay for a film in development called Doc Savage. What's that about? Oh, Doc Savage is like an old like 1930s comic. I recognize the name. I had a bubble in my throat there. Sorry. <laughs> um yeah. I don't know. Okay. He basically said like super power, like super strength, like kind of like a Wolverine but like just a, a normal dude like couldn't be beaten super oh, okay. strong cool sounds nice sounds nice <laughs> start uh, starring the rock are you serious yeah Ooh, that's okay i watched uh skyscraper oh you did uh well i sort of watched skyscraper <laughs> it was pretty bleh 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 not that great, but I still love The Rock. Um, Lethal Weapon, should we get get into it? Yeah, we better. Yeah, I'm, we I'm, better. I'm too busy. Already and we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna. 
I over I overdid it as I always do. Um, but I took no notes. Oh, good for you. So I'm nice and loose. <laughs> All right. I considered it. And I also thought I was going to have to watch it on my phone for a second. Oh, yeah. In the parking lot of a bar by my house <laughs> so that I had Wi-Fi. In the Wi-Fi. parking lot of Saints. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. A we, Richard Donner, Shane Black film. Yes. We haven't said that enough. We begin uh, the opening credits panning over L.A. Okay. I already have to pause. Yeah. <laughs> Two seconds in, because what song is playing over the credits? Oh, a Christmas song. Yes. Is it Have Yourself a Merry Little... What song was it? I can't... Now I'm trying, trying to remember which one it was. Uh, it was... Did I not write it down? I didn't. It's a Christmas song. It may have been the, Christ, it may have been the Christmas song. Have Yourself... That's not the Christmas song. Chestnuts. Chestnuts. It was one of those. It was a... But I was, I was... So I pushed play and was like kind of getting myself settled in to watch a movie. And instantly I hear Christmas music. I'm like, what? Yeah. And no one makes the argument for Lethal Weapon. I'm here to tell you. If people out there want to say, oh, Die Hard to Christmas movie, which I am not on board on that, but I understand where you're coming from. If you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Lethal Weapon is 100% a Christmas movie. They're equivalently, although there's not, I will say this, that Mel Gibson and doesn't talk about it. Yes, he does. He does. He says Merry Christmas more than once. It figures more, much more prominently in this movie than it does Die Hard, which isn't to say like... I wouldn't say much. Die Hard takes place at a Christmas party. I know, but people Alex. are like, it's a Christmas movie. They play <laughs> Christmas in Hollis, and it's Christmas. And he says, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, but that's basically the end of it. In this movie, it, there, it's much more mentioned. It's much more part of it. I don't know. I, was, I, but, I agree with you. But again, it's I It's weird that no this. one makes the argument for Lethal Weapon. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a BuzzFeed article on it and let, yeah. let, let all these bitches know that Let's ruin our childhood. Got at the bottom of this whole what is a Christmas movie thing, and it turns out it's fucking lethal weapon, bitches. Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. Take that. Podcast over. Podcast over. You wish. <laughs> yeah, there's a Christmas song playing. We don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a good one, though. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I saw Gary Busey's name in the credits, and I was like, oh, shit, I totally forgot. Right. I, again, it's been so long since I've seen it, I didn't know Gary Busey was in it, and I didn't know it was a Christmas-themed movie. I would have never guessed either one of those things. And he's not the head villain, but he is the main villain. He's the hench- He's the main henchman. Yes, but yeah. I would say that he takes up a lot more screen time than the main bad guy does. The main lot. henchman always takes up more screen time than the main bad guy. The main bad guy is always more mysterious and elusive. Right. The henchman's always out there fucking things up and being an asshole. And the main bad guy... Making you hate him. ...is weird because... The main bad guy is always keeping his hands clean. Yeah. And it's the dad from Dharma and Greg. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, wait a minute. He always plays a goofy... Dharma and Greg. Wow, that's an obscure pull at this point. Uh, Dharma and Greg is in that kind of armpit of history where, like, no one wants to. It's not old enough. Well, no. When was it's that? Out? That was the nineties. Yeah, I bet it's okay, twenty no, years just, old. Now. It's just forgotten. It was the lesser Will and Grace, basically. Is what Dharma. And it Greg was pre Will and Grace, I think. Mm, I think they were or con- maybe same time. Yeah, 
Maybe it started before. But Dharma and Greg were married, and Will and Grace were just friends. They were, and Will was gay. <laughs> yes, he was. <sighs> the dad from Dharma and Greg is a bad guy. Yes, he is. He's also bad. Have you? When's the last time you saw Gross Point Blank? He plays Mini Driver's dad. Oh, I saw that probably once. Oh, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I, it puts I a it puts a fun good. twist on John Cusack high school movies where it's like, he, oh, yeah, he left high school and man. then became an assassin. Yes, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, so we pan over L.A. and we go. The camera pans into a hotel room where we, hey, first things first, let's see a boob, and we do. Oh boy, it's the eighties. It's the eighties when again. Pornography was not readily available. No. So in in mainstream movies, they had to throw a boob or two in there just yeah. to be like, hey, this is the only place you can see this. <laughs> yes, so yeah. enjoy. Yes. And there's a very fucked up girl on a bed who's clearly out of it. And then she goes and does coke. Uh, and she's topless. Yes. For no good reason. Yeah. Wearing lingerie. With one boob hanging out. Yeah. And then both. And then Later. both. But who's counting? No. I am always with boobs. <laughs> Where, okay, well, there's one. And if it's an two. odd number, I'm always like, wait a minute. Hold on, hold yeah. on. I got to square this equation up. <laughs> yes. You got to show me that other boob <laughs> so I can, my, my equation is balanced. <laughs> yes. Got to balance this equation. Uh, one and two. <laughs> Boom, done. And she climbs the guardrail and you're like, well. She's very high up in a skyscraper ish, a, a high rise apartment. Building. Yes, I won't say skyscraper. High, high rise, rise apartment. apartment. Uh, I said skyscraper because I watched skyscraper and it wasn't very good. Right. Um, and then she's cl- climbing around the guardrail, and you're like, "Now this isn't going to end up well." And she falls off. She just jumps. She yeah. didn't fall. She just leaps off. And there's very clearly a dummy of a woman falling for yeah, a second. See her jump, and then you see clearly a dummy fall. Several. Yeah. The landing though is like, whoa, that looks like a person. The car crushes and want to hear. Well, yeah. Well, of course. Well, every time anyone jumps out of a building like this or is thrown out of one, they never land on the concrete. They always land on a car. It's always a car. It's always that shot of the car getting dented. Smashed, in. yes. With Often with a soft hood, which this one, not soft, a soft top. Top, yeah. And where it's not even, it's not a convertible. It's just an old school old soft top. top. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, it smashes. I think, is that so, it's more dramatic. The car explodes and then they don't have to use any blood. Yes. It, it's, yeah. it, it's easier for them and it's more dramatic of yeah. a shot than watching a body just turn into jail. But for some reason the cops don't show up until the morning. Like when it's daylight. This is Yeah. I was like so they just Maybe it happened at like three in the morning. Or like five. Yeah. I mean it's winter. That's true. It's Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. It's it stays dark a long time. But she was on drugs. Who knows? She was. Who knows? And nobody, they didn't have to get out and use their car, you know? Um. Then, now, Danny Glover's taking a bath. Yes, with the big jump scene. Yes. With a weird, gross beard. His beard was, like, scraggly as fuck, for yeah. one. Not that it matters, but... 
Uh, and then his family surprises him because it's his 50th birthday. Yeah. And his whole family, his wife and his four children, come and uh, visit him in the tub. Okay, so there's lots of things wrong here. First of all, (laughs) he's sitting in this 80s bathtub. People don't take baths, by and large. Maybe it's because maybe he's taking. Dude, I grew up without a shower for a long time. Oh well, okay. Well, all right. Well, I was putting that out there. There you go. People take baths; they're nice. No, I love a good bath. (laughs) I just. All right. Yeah, you do. So, <laughs> uh, let me go get the sponge, oh, buddy. Oh shit! <laughs> Let's do this up. Let's make it once and for all. Everyone knows where we stand on the baths. So he's sitting there in a bath, and it's not—he's not in a bubble bath. No. And then his 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 wife and his four kids come in, two of which are teenagers. Yeah. And they're all just like, hey, dad's sitting here naked. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yay. Very weird. I was like. Like, everyone dude. would come and be like, oh, there's dad's dick. I would be like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Happy birthday, dad. Holy shit. And yeah. I run out. Like, my life is ruined now. I saw my dad's dick. And I guarantee Danny Glover is packing heat. Of course. Because he's a skinny old black dude. Imagine what he's got going on down there. I don't even want to think about it, Toll. Not to raise stereotypes. I just have a stereotype (laughs) about skinny old dudes. Yeah. They're packing fucking heat. Skinny dudes in general. Ladies out there, if you're looking for somebody that's packing, find the skinniest guy you can, and you'll be like, oh, shit, this guy's rocking a a big old ding dong. Toll knows, everyone. (laughs) He's done. I'm just saying. He's done a lot of research on this topic. I haven't done a lot of research. I just make assumptions about skinny guys, (laughs) especially skinny old guys. (laughs) Not these guys. He's 50. I'm not. I'm fucking. Even though he's actually 40 in real life. In this movie? Yeah. Uh, Look, Mel Gibson was 31. Yeah, and they said he was 38. Yeah, because he was also a nom. Yeah, which is a sole central part of this. Yeah cockamamie plot of this movie mel gibson also can't he uh goes to and fro from having an australian accent throughout the whole movie yeah it's pretty heavy at the beginning well and then sometimes it's not there and then sometimes it's fully there and now when you hear him speak over the last 20 years it's never there it's not there at all yeah you forget, like I and I. Yeah. I, uh, well, he, you know, he was born in America, and raised in Australia. Oh, really? And he moved back when he was like twelve or something, and then moved back to Australia and became an Australian movie star. It's a very weird yeah, that's situation. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was kind of big in Australia when Mad Max came out, right? Or the Road Warrior. They like found. The I one. think the first movie he starred in was called Tim, where he played like a very slow guy, a very handsome. <laughs> like mentally disabled crazy guy. guy. He loves and, being crazy. Yeah. And his buddy went to audition for it. And then they were like, this dude is handsome as fuck. And they had him <laughs> read for it. And then he got the part. And his buddy was like, fuck you. I don't know if he was, but <laughs> that's my story. And I'm just. can only seeing, imagine. I don't really care. Uh,. The daughter tells dad in the tub that his beard's getting gray while she's leaning over him to give him a kiss uh, when he's naked in a bathtub. Yep. 
and he's nothing like, no, hiding anything. No, it's fine. Um, and he looks in the mirror and he's like, oh yeah, he's upset by the gray in his beard. Cut to a trailer on the beach. This is where Mel Gibson lives, and he is his yep. life is rough for him. Yeah, he's living in a a dog. We see a dog like running up the yep. beach, and it runs up into his little mobile home, basically parked on the beach. He's in there. He's Nate. Oh, we get to see Mel Gibson's His butt. butt. Naked, oh yeah. boy, this was a big deal. Mel Gibson's butt. Mel Gibson's butt's a big deal. It was a big <laughs> fucking. I remember it. I, I remember people because Mel Gibson used to be like he was like the pre. <laughs> Like before Brad Pitt, people talked about. Mel oh yeah, Gibson. he was a big hunky dude. Yes, yeah, with a with a great with a great ass, and a great little skinny booty. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he he sleeps butt naked in his trailer. He's hungover. He opens a beer. He uh, turns on the TV. They're talking about I don't know whatever on the TV, and he gets pissed off. And he throws a beer at the TV, yeah, and it goes into it, which is like I don't think, yeah, yeah, I think the beer bottle would break. Yeah, uh, TV glass back in the day, kids, when the TV screen was curved glass, yeah, uh, you could it was fire a bullet. basically indestructible. <laughs> yeah, like you could take a champagne yeah. bottle and it would shatter on that yeah. TV. It would not, and they wouldn't even it. crack it. No. So for him to just whip a beer bottle. And for it to be like. Right. Something was upsetting him, though. We're really laying out a great narrative here. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he he was pissed at his beer. He's not having. He's not doing great. Um, we switched around some stuff. That's fine. Uh, back at. Uh, Murtaugh, Danny Glover's house, his wife is like, hey, uh, Michael Hansucker called. It's like, you remember Michael? He's like, oh, I haven't heard that name in 15 years. Yeah. He's like, oh. He's like, is that a, who is that? Is that a Vietnam friend of yours? He's like, yes, it is. I'm getting too old for this shit. Uh, but he hasn't talked to the guy in a long time. Whatever. Cut back to the trailer. Vietnam was the reason for a lot of things that happened in 80s movies. Yeah. It's a perfect scapegoat for bringing up any sort of... Why someone's good at something. Yep. It's and Why they're or, crazy, why they're bad, why they have weird friends. <laughs> yes. All these things pop up in this. Which I think um, in the 80s, Vietnam was probably a pretty decent no, excuse for that in real was. life. No, it was. Like, it totally <laughs> yes. works. Yeah. Yes. That's just where things were at yep. that time. Um, after, so that Mel Gibson, uh, Riggs, Martin Riggs has thrown the beer bottle into the TV. He looks at a photograph of him in a wedding picture and you're like, oh, this is his dead wife. It's not, it's, it's implied at this point. She didn't just leave him. Something worse than that. Something happened. happened, Yes. Um... Then we see Danny Glover at a firing range, and he fires and he hits. Every shot hits the body of the of the target. Yep, yep. Um, and now we cut to 
Mel Gibson? Man, these notes are bad. I was eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it is fine. Um, uh, so they're on... Oh, no. Mel Gibson is on route to a sniper call. So this is oh. some very serious shit. Like... Like, over the first three days of their partnership, even before their partnership, oh, yeah. man, does Mel Gibson get to display his suicidal tendencies, his craziness that makes him a fucking hero. Was baby. it when he was back at his uh, little uh, mobile home the first time we saw him? Was that when he was, like, threatening to kill himself? When he put Not the- yet. Oh, no, we haven't got to that He's yet. just very upset. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's en route to the sniper call. And I like how in in movies, I don't like it, I guess, but like this thing happening, a sniper firing on children, they're just like, this is a regular call. I mean, we got the SWAT team here and stuff, but it's yeah. not that big of a deal. It's just a sniper firing just on children. Just another day in the fucking city. <laughs> just another day in LA, baby. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. And then they're like, is a SWAT team on the way? They're like, oh, there's no ETA, but they're on their way. Yeah. He's like, oh well. It's like, uh, is there? Is he fire? Is he aiming, or is he just firing wildly? Blah blah blah. And they're like, oh, he's just firing wildly, essentially, like aiming aiming at kids, but he's not very good. It's an automatic, whatever. And how good a shot is this guy? They're like, well, he's. All, I don't think there's any dead kids. Right. <laughs> That's the impression that I get. There's an injured kid. I'm pretty sure, but no dead ones. So Mel Gibson just, fuck it, walks right in, heads into the scene, gets fired at, guy misses, and he's like, oh, you fucking pussy, show yourself again. He's like, but you only fire at kids. You only fire at kids, mate. I should be using the one thing I can sort (laughs) of do sometimes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, crikey, mate. You only fire at children. (laughs) There we go. Is that right? (laughs) That is right. All right. Well, go ahead and fire me then. That's the worst. That's <laughs> if, pretty good. If I could do, no, it's not a bad Australian accent, but Mel Gibson's like. It's pretty good, Mel Gibson. Go ahead and fire me then. Go ahead and fire me then. Yeah. There, there we you go. Go. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, you only fire kids. And the dude shoots him again. And Mel Gibson, without flinching and being shot at, fires up there. Pops off a whole bunch of shots and kills that motherfucker. Shoots him right in the face. It's a real dumb scene. Um, it, 80s movies are dumb, turns out. Because also, he just gets to go about his merry way. He just killed the sniper. Yes. Everyone's like, you're crazy. Good job. Yeah, I know. This whole movie, I'm like, there's so many insane things that happen that are just like, yep. And we just keep rolling. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah. This, the amount of things that happen... Where it's like, oh, oh, Riggs, you crazy motherfucker. Way to go. You and just killed co- eight like, dudes. <laughs> what kind of cops are you? Because all these things are happening where I would think specialized task force or officers would come in. Like, oh, oh no, no, we're, SWAT team we're is in on, on the a way. kidnapping. And now we're in on a sniper thing. And yeah. now we're, do- we're doing this. Yeah. And we're doing that. And they're just all, they're all over the place. Oh, yes. It's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just bring in Riggs. Fuck it. We don't need the whole L.A. police department. He's crazy. Yeah. Bring in the crazy guy. That's what we need here. The suicidal guy. Yeah. Uh Which we find out. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that uh, next? Is that when they cut to him when he's at home, back home again on the beach in his mobile home when he's... <laughs> um, oh, I I made mention of this. I think it is pretty... No, it's it's not yet. Because he goes back and he talks to the cops. He's talking to the other cops. And you hear the radio in the background. <laughs> and I just made a note of this because... They said there's a five foot tall there's a there's a drunk woman, five foot five foot weighs about three hundred and fifty pounds, and I was like, wait, what? I'm sure they put that in there because it was like a joke, but yeah, I was like a five foot tall drunk woman that weighs three hundred and fifty pounds. Who? What? What is this lady? What is happening? She's wider than she is tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all. I thought it was fucking funny. Um, cut to Riggs. Uh, he's going to a crime scene. Or he's talking to somebody at the police station. And they tell him that the girl that jumped that he's about to investigate is Amanda Hunsucker. Hunsucker. Yeah, which is the daughter of Michael Hunsucker who just called his house the day before. Yes. Where he was like, That's my old Vietnam friend. That's an important plot point. Um, so from there, we cut to uh, Riggs at a Coke deal or heroin deal. Yes. I guess. Could could be either a one. A drug deal yeah. in a Christmas tree lot. Yes. And they're like, he's like, oh, that's a, that's a pretty good deal, mate. And they're like, oh, yeah, it'll be 100. And then he starts counting out his bills. 10, 20, 30, 40. They're like, uh, $100,000. And he busts out his badge. And they're like, whoa. They're like, that's a fake badge. And then he pulls his gun out on him. Yeah. Uh, One of the dudes is shot with a shotgun because they're trying to shoot rigs. Yeah. And then he proceeds to shoot some of them. He does the Three Stooges thing on them. Oh, yeah, he does. He gouges oh, their eyes. They say, you're a crazy one. motherfucker. And yeah. then he he rubs his head. He does he curly. Goes, he does the and whole goes, curly. Bop, bop. Yeah, he sure does. That was a pretty good uh, The Crab Guy from Futurama. I can't. <laughs> Zoidberg? Yeah, Zoidberg. Actually, I didn't even think. But he does. Uh, he does uh, the uh, Mo yeah, Curly Larry Curly. I never even thought about that, <laughs> but that is what Zoidberg is doing. Yep. Huh. There you go, and now you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude gets blasted. Uh, they take Riggs hostage. This is another time where he's like, "Fucking shoot him! Shoot him!" Riggs is saying this to the other cops because the yeah. other cops have showed up. And then Riggs is telling that shoot guy me, to shoot, shoot him. Oh, yeah. my God. Shoot me. Shoot me. <laughs> He's suicidal, bro. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, and that guy is taken aback by the fact that Riggs is asking him to shoot him. Riggs does like a flippity-do, grabs his gun, turns it on him, kills that guy. A whole bunch of people are dead. And he gets to just go about his day. Walks away like, <laughs> yeah. all right, I'm going to go get lunch now. Yep. I'm hungry. My work here is done. <laughs> yes. Like, whoa, dude. This is uh, You should be on 
you should be taken off active duty and you know put on administrative leave. Well, while the psych the psychiatrist at the police station agrees with right. us, right? But no one else cares. Uh, Riggs killed eight people today, right? <laughs> and he's suicidal. <laughs> yes. He goes on and on about it. Yeah. Um, so we talked about in our last podcast the amount of Southern California rain there is. Yeah. Cut to Riggs' trailer after this incident with the drug deal where he was once again the hero. Yeah. After he headbutted the bad guy. After he murdered many people. Yep. yep. It's raining. It's raining in L.A., baby. And Riggs is getting real drunk, looking at his pictures of his wife and thinking about shooting himself. Yeah. And this is actually, I was going to say, this is the classic Mel Gibson almost cry. Yeah, where he like very intense, like where he's like he's really trying, really goes to the edge. But this one, I was like, oh shit, he really he really cries here. Not that much, but compared to most other movies where he almost cries, where he's like, where he like looks up and a tear drops down. In this, he's like pretty much crying. Yes, this is this is the furthest cry I've seen Mel Gibson do. But it's still an almost cry. It's it's an e- he's edging he's, he's edging <laughs> yes, on his crying. Yes, yeah, yes. he it's won't like, go full cry. Just <laughs> he's me watching a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, being very scared. Water is uh, coming out of his eyes, but yeah. he's not really actively crying. Yeah, and he puts the he takes a bunch of bullets out of the gun, leaves one in, puts the gun against his head. It's holding on to that trigger, baby. He's pulling it back even Tur- turns the safety off, pulling it back. Then he takes it from his head and puts it in his mouth. Yeah. So fucking dramatic. He is High suicidal. Stakes, very. I, and all this stuff worked. Like, I can remember watching this as a kid and all this stuff working. This is a good This movie, movie is yeah. like a is a hilarious meme now. It's like Commando. Yes. I mean, the saxophone. And the guitar oh, yeah. stings. You know this Eric Clapton? Shut up, really? Yeah. Oh man. He did the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. That's disappointing to hear. <laughs> it's oh, so the jazz. It's such a joke now. So much of this movie is a joke. But this is the OG. Again, like Commando. These things all come from somewhere, but this is like a two hour long meme, this movie. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> but this is a movie that kind of it didn't start well, it started a franchise. This I still liked it. I don't know. It was it was uh it was uh, what it I, was. Uh, well, we'll we'll keep going. Uh, but yeah, Mel Gibson is suicidal and now Danny Glover is talking to somebody at the police station and basically this other cop. Th- this police force is very wonderfully diverse for 1987, by the way. Yes, very yes. much so. Yeah, I, I dug it. Yeah. And the the chief was white, but we only see him for like 2 seconds. And generally, the chief is black, and none of the cops are black. But the detectives, a whole bunch of them were black. Yes. Good for them. Yes. I like it. Um, all black character actors you know and love, too. Like <laughs> yes. you've seen all these guys before. <laughs> yes. Um, but basically, they say the girl that jumped from the building at the beginning would have died anyway because she was poisoned. We we She's get we get up. that piece of knowledge. We get it again later, so I don't even need to say it now. And they tell they tell Riggs that uh, oh you're getting a new not Riggs. They tell Murtaugh you're getting a new crazy fucking partner. 
That's suicidal. And this is after the psychiatrist has said, you need to take Riggs out of the field because he's fucking crazy. He wants to die. He's suicidal. And now they tell Murtaugh, your new partner is crazy, suicidal. He's in the police station. He's just learned that this Amanda girl that killed herself would have died either way within minutes because she was poisoned. Right. And then uh, Murtaugh sees Riggs with a gun in the police station looking like a basically a handsome homeless person. <laughs> yes. And he goes to tackle him. and Riggs, Gun, gun, gun. Yes. And Riggs turns it on him and tackles him and like. It's like, oh, this guy's a fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to inhale. Inhale. And exhale. Political talking during the inhale was (laughs) not good for my brain. Make sure you're voting today. Listen to this podcast while you're voting. Yes. And send us, vote. Send you us can a picture sign up of you there, guys. with your earbuds in and your I Voted sticker, and I will send you $10. Unless you voted for a Republican, then you owe us $500. Correct. So you can send your I Voted tickets. Actually, if you're going to send us $500 because you voted Republican, go ahead. Sure. But that's the only way. That's the only way. We accept you. Yes. Otherwise, we're going to go all fucking Martin Riggs on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, um, so Riggs and Murtaugh are partners now, and their introduction was Murtaugh trying to tackle Riggs and Riggs taking him down. Yep. Now they're partners. They're in the car, and they're talking, and Riggs is basically like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm he's, tool for this shit. Uh, no, that's Murtaugh, bread. Bread? Bread. bread. Uh, Riggs is like, oh, you're right. You think I'm suicidal, so nobody wants to work with me, or I'm trying to get a fucking uh, pension plan for being crazy, and nobody wants to work with me then either. I'm fucked either way. Yes. Mate. Mate. Crikey. Um, But it is weird that that's how someone who is suicidal, you know, they're having mental illness issues. They're not well. And in the 80s, everyone was like, ew. Yeah. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> yes. This guy's cuckoo bananas. Yeah. No one wants to not get him help, just everyone. Ugh. Yeah. That's actually that's something I didn't even consider. Oh, I did. I was just like, Jesus. Fully, you're fully right. And if a, if, a, if a police officer is saying, I'm having suicidal ideation, I'm having a hard time, I want to kill myself. You don't want that person on the force. You no, don't want your the, partner. The psychiatrist being fully said that. Yeah. She was like, and the the chief was like, "Fuck uh, that." Blah blah blah. Yeah. If, it's he, like, if no. he offs himself, then you're right. Yeah. Is basically what he said. Yes. It's literally what he said. It is what he said. Yeah. It's like, wow. No, I don't think you want suicidal police officers on your yeah. force. God knows what'll happen. <laughs> Especially if you know, and you're like, ah, I sign off on this. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Cut to a some kind of club where there's going to be a meeting. There's a guy there to meet. And we see Gary Busey for the first time. And I was like, Busey, all right. Gary Busey. Is this our, this is the third movie with Busey in it. Uh, Yes. 
Point Break was the last one, and then before that, Under Siege was Under Siege. Under Siege. So we've seen three Gary Busey movies now. We have. Oh, he's also in uh, Legend. He was the Devil Monster. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't. It was Tim Curry. God damn it! I saw. um, I saw. the Rocky Horror Picture Show for the very first time this last week. In the theater? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought Angela said it was a tradition on her Facebook post. Oh, well, she, I have not joined her in it before. Oh. I finally did. I like it. You know what? I was fully expecting to go into this because it's a 70s movie and, yeah. oof, you know. Uh, Dude, 70s. But it was, I actually liked it. The performances were really good. Tim Curry was great. Yes. I mean, it was what it was. It's a campy, dumb movie. And it's also probably the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, based on, I mean, because God it, knows it never God st- knows how much it's actually made, you know? Yeah. Because it's been replayed for years. And, and because it went. It it's made, like the original cult classic. It made so little money that they could, uh, theaters could show it for free. And right. They did it at midnight. I mean, Rocky, uh, Billy Joe's picture show oh, yeah. was based on it for many years. Yeah. The midnight showing of Rocky Horror. They do it like twice a year? No, no. They did it every single weekend. Every weekend? Yes. Shut up. No, they did Oh, yeah. Was it every weekend? Every I thought weekend, it was like a few times a year. Saturday night, you could go to Billy Joe's at midnight, and there was a whole group of people that would recite what was happening, and they had like call and response with the audience oh i know and people would bring like squirt guns and shit and, like, yes all at the show that's stuff. what was happening at the show i was and, wondering if that was my, still happening and but it was so there was i i guess it's the first time i've been to but the the people weren't totally into it but my wife of course she was totally yeah. into it so she was like yelling out like the call and response yeah. stuff and it would kill with the crowd i was getting oh, really yeah. like <laughs> jealous of her because she's like killing this movie theater i'm the comedian wife yeah she'd be like and then blah 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 and the whole crowd would like erupt i'm like god damn it yeah this is i've never got no, this no. before it used to be every single weekend they just had i remember at billy joe's picture show they just had the poster up no i remember it too always. i i remember it being just no, a no. perennial every saturday night wow yeah hmm. yeah maybe i'm lying but i don't think i <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho. Oh, man, another dramatic situation, guys. It's so crazy. There's a guy about to jump off a building. Luckily, we have the suicidal Martin Riggs there to save the day. This just illustrates my point from before perfectly. You don't want to have an officer who is mentally ill and having a hard time emotionally and wants to kill himself Running to a scene where someone is going to kill themselves. I think this movie illustrates that <laughs> that's the only thing that you want. That's all you want. Keep all we real. want is suicidal officers. That would have been a weird name for this movie. Suicidal officers. <laughs> yeah. Suicidal officers. <laughs> um, a, yes. A, that's a spoof of Suicide Blonde. Oh, okay. The NXS tune. Ah. Oh, I like. I like the... I like a couple of NXS tunes. Sure. <laughs> and then make me a sweat. <laughs> I love bam, that line. Bam, bam. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then he uh, hung himself. Auto erotic asphyxiation. Oopsie daisy. And then they were the stars of the short lived reality show 
rock star. Oh, yeah. In excess, finding a new lead singer. Yeah. Hosted huh. by none other than what's his face? Dave Navarro. Oh, gross. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I saw a commercial <laughs> for da- I said gross <laughs> because he does that tattoo show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he does. It's on I, on like uh, sci fi or yeah. I don't know what. Anyways. But I saw the like, the new season is coming out, and it's like, oh, Tattoo Masters, blah, blah, or whatever. And then I saw Dave Navarro, and I was just like, yeah. I think it's weird when, the He's random, old. when a random member of a band becomes like the most famous one. Right. Like Pete Wentz, Fallout Boy. Flava Flav. Yeah. The worst part of public enemy. Yeah, why, why does like... It's very weird to it me. It is weird. <laughs> like, oh, no one can name the fucking lead singer of Fallout Boy, at least an average Joe. Oh, everyone could. It's Pete Wentz. He's not the lead singer. Alex. Oh, oh no, it's uh It's uh, the other guy. The bald guy that wears the hat all the time. Uh man. Dun, 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 dun. There is a very convenient number of Serious situations that a suicidal guy is helpful in. He goes to talk this guy off the roof. He's like, you want to buy? And he's like, I know. He's like, there's a lot of emotional stuff happening. You know? I know what it's like. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, you want a cigarette? The guy's like, yeah, yeah. He's finally coming around. And... Also, how many times does this actually happen in real life? The, The movie trope of the crazy guy out on a ledge... I'm going to jump. Like, does that ever really happen? I guess uh, maybe it did once that in the is 30s. A real, that is a str- I mean, that's how many movies is that in? A shitload. A lot. That's what I'm Especially saying. Especially buddy cop movies, it seems like. But uh, Yeah, it's a good negotiating. There's tension. Yeah. It's a very easy trope there's to go There's literally with. a movie called Man on the Ledge. That's the, the whole movie. And is. there's one called Bird on a Wire. <laughs> That's, I'm making a big uh, push for Bird on a Wire. <laughs> yes. The Mel Gibson, Goldie Hawn, Goldie Hawn yeah. film. Man, this his uh his uh, mullet is fucking. Oof. It's on. It's on point in this movie. It is, and but I and think, it only gets bigger and better as the sequel. But then go in on. the end, it gets well. The in four, he doesn't. He has short hair. Oh really? Yeah. You live long enough to become the villain or whatever. What's the? Yep. <laughs> you live long enough to say you want to. You want to cut off of, your mullet of a, of a racial group to rape your wife <laughs> in a negative way. My goodness you gracious! You use the word "sugar tits" in a negative connotation. <laughs> yes. Interaction with a police officer. Yeah. Yeah, boy, Mel Gibson. I mean, this was this was his come the beginning of his come up. Oh yes, and then he went he shot straight to the top to like nineteen nine like into the nineties. Best 90s. director, baby, best picture. He did it all. Was it was it the Jesus movie? Was his peak probably? It, wasn't it right after that oh, when? I mean, that made a shitload. No, but of wasn't money. it after that when he got cut down with the yeah, when he, well cut down it was, like it was when he threatened to kill his baby mama or yeah, whatever it was. Well, he. All the, well, the all things the that he said. Things he said. My goodness. Listen to the John Lejoie song about it. That's fun. John Lejoie? He's the... Uh, that sounds made up. He's, uh, Are you John Lejoie? Did you ever watch the uh, the uh, fantasy football TV show on FX? The League? Yeah. I love that he's show. He's Taco. 
Oh, Taco. Yeah, John Lajoie. Oh, sorry. Uh, He's Canadian, so yeah. you pronounce it in a French way, my friend. I love that guy. Yes. Ta- he was hilarious. Oh, and his songs Taco. are uh, high as fuck. And then the Mel Gibson song. Oh, listen to the Mel Gibson song. I will. I forgot all about uh, that. I've heard of it. It is quite humor. I played it at your Christmas party several years ago when I played 100 John Lajoie songs in a row. I also sing Lajoie. John Lajoie. Yes. Mel Gibson song. Listen to some. They might be outdated now, but he has a song about when Britney Spears was going crazy. He had a song where he says... He's like being very sympathetic to her. And then he says, Brittany, I'd still fuck you any day. And it's like, yes, that was actually this not to go on a rant here. <laughs> oh, here but I remember go. when Britney Spears was going crazy. Yep. And Christina Aguilero was gaining weight. Was that at the same time? It was a very similar time. And my sister was like, it's really fucked up because like they're both still gorgeous. Sure. And she's like, she had a young daughter, and I was like, yeah, it is really fucked up, because, like, they're going crazy, and they're being totally, like, but there's still, that Jean Lajoie song is as kind of sexist as it is, Yeah, him saying that is like, yes, you're right, they're still pretty awesome, Yeah, either way. Right. Yeah. Lay off that's already. My, yeah, Leave Britney my, alone. For real, dude. <laughs> that's, she's back, though. She's Britney's got a whole, back, bitch. She gets to just live in Vegas and do... She's the new share. She is. God damn. Good for her, girl. We're right, we're right in the same age bracket. She looks fucking fantastic. Is she this... How, what, what? Are you are you the same age as Britney Spears? Almost ex- not. I would, uh, but the same. We're thirty six, thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. Did you also date Kevin Federline? I did. We married for a short period I of thought time. So, like right yeah. before I met you, right? Yeah, you were briefly married to Kevin. And I was Federline. like, Kevin, I'm not wearing this fucking hat. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. All right, we're 10 minutes into the movie. We've done a great job. We need to move it along. (laughs) Uh, So there's, he talks a guy off the ledge. No, he doesn't. He offers him a cigarette, handcuffs him. He offers him a cigarette, blah, 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 and he slaps him with a handcuff. Yeah, and then he throws the key. He's like, ha, now whatever happens to you. How did did the uh, suicidal guy miss them inflating the giant landing thingy? Exactly. There wasn't an enormous landing pad. Landing pad. Like thirty yards across, oh, it was. They couldn't miss it. No, unless they went to a different side to, of the building. I, you, couldn't, you couldn't leap far enough off of yeah. it to miss it. So at that point, the guy should have just been like, "No," and walked off the roof. Right. I mean, back onto the roof. But no, Mel Gibson's like, "Hey, do you really want to jump?" And he's like, "No, what, man?" And he grabs him, handcuffs him. But if, when himself. I when I watched this digitally, they their handcuffs were broken, and then as they jumped off and grabbed hands and held hands on the way down. But you could see, are you serious? Oh yeah, oh, that's fun. It was funny. Yeah, because it'd probably be dangerous. Yeah, you, there's yeah. no. Yeah, you get all you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Break an arm, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed that very <laughs> small fun. thing. See, this is a this is why we podcast. We're having fun. Yeah. We're having a good time. So uh, they but land. he lands on a giant inflatable thing. It was there was never 
Oh, and how they land, and my God, Murtaugh is pissed. Get over here. Get over here. What? What? Get in here. Like, where? where? What are you talking about? And he brings him into a room, and he's like, are you suicidal? Are you suicidal? Are you suicidal? Mama say, mama son, and not to son. Mama say, mama so, mama so, mama say, mama so, and not to son. And Riggs puts... Riggs... put a beat behind that. That's our theme song. Yes. Murtaugh puts a gun to Riggs' head. He's like, I'll pull the trigger. Ah, ah. Danny Glover is of ease. I that's I think I sort of sound like Danny Glover in some. That's pretty ways. good, actually. Yeah, he's and, exasperated often. Yes. Well, he's just got that scratchy voice, you know. Hey, Riggs. Hey, you really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he puts the gun to Riggs' head, and he's like, "Pull the trick." And he has to hold pull around, and he puts it underneath his. Chin, no, blah, 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 blah. And then he gives it to Riggs, and Riggs puts it to yeah, his... And, this and, is he a, pulled, and he does pull the trigger. Yeah. So there's a... But there's it's a, a cap gun. There's a... No, it was a real gun. I thought it was a cap... No, I thought it was it a, a real little, gun. So what... So the, I mean, there's he pulls a, the trigger, and it goes... And I thought there was an orange tip on it. Mm, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. No, because I seem I was, like... I may have still been a eating bull, dinner at this he's, point. He's pulling the trigger and like the hammer is going back, but it like smokes. It it goes, and then I basically he he grabbed it and like turned it up and him. You are suicidal. Either way, the whole point of it was that he would have done it. Murtaugh knew that indeed he's willing to because go there. Riggs was going to go there. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So then, in the end of the movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, folks. We got another hour to go. Yeah. See, I wrote Cap Gun because I thought there was an orange thing on the end. Well, I will. I will defer to you then. I don't know. I will def because I, you know, I had because uh, it was a weird scene. Because the, but I remember like because I felt like there was smoke and a little like hmm. like a. Yeah, I remember that too. But I so. thought maybe it's just when he grabbed the gun. I don't know. No, I think I'm pretty sure he pulled the trigger, and it was him. It was, it was Murtaugh testing Riggs to see if he was actually suicidal. That would make and more I sense. And I think it was a cap gun. That would make more sense. Yeah. I think, All right. Okay. We'll Moving on. All right. So Riggs is pissed, and he's mumbling in the car. Oh, Tiba, I got a family. I got some people. I was over there. They're going to Beverly Hills something. to investigate uh, the guy that was in the room with the girl that killed herself at the beginning of the movie. And they think, whatever. Mm. And they, on the way there, he says, uh, Riggs, or... Yes, Riggs figures out it's Murtaugh's birthday, and he's like, I didn't know it was your birthday. And he's very calm now, even though he just tried to kill himself. And right. He's like, I would have got you a present, mate. All right. All right. Mm. Crikey. Crikey, I would have got you a present, mate. <laughs> you call that a knife? This is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they kind of laugh, 
and they're like, oh, they're sort of bonding now. And they get to this house in Beverly Hills where they're going to – this is another – this is fully inexplicable for the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. So many of these scenes are – they pull into this Beverly Hills mansion. A girl on a scooter lets them ride in. Like, come on in, <laughs> fellas, blah, blah, blah. And they go in, <laughs> and they're just fucking amazed by how fancy this house is in Beverly Hills. Right. There's waterfalls, a stream, a pond, all sure. kinds of shit. And they walk around to the back, and there's a couple of hotties dishing out cocaine. Oh, yeah. Packing it up for back distribution. In the, back in the uh, fucking, uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, backyard? Yeah, the little thing that they were in, though. That little building they were in. Oh, gazebo. Gazebo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was going nice. for. Nice. High five. I was thinking gladiola, but that's a flower. <laughs> gladiola. And I couldn't get past back that. Back in the gladiola. Yeah. yeah. So they're back in the in the... What is it? Gazebo. Gazebo. Yes. Like doing coke, lining up coke, packaging yep. coke <laughs> in their bikinis, of course. Yeah, well, have skirts. I think it was very. My, in my skirts. brain, it was scantily clad. <laughs> it so was scantily clad. Uh, we'll leave it at that. And they they wave their badges and their guns, and then they're like, and the girls are like, "Oh, we're going to make a run for it!" Very slowly, yes. and clumsily, kind of like to the left. Like, Oh, to the shit. right, we to the go. left, and then we run away. Yes. <laughs> and then a guy shoots a shotgun at them, or a rifle, and they're like, oh, shit. And they yeah. turn, and they fire at the guy that's in the white jumpsuit that's firing at them. And they hit him, but just in the leg. Yeah. And they go, and then Murtaugh is really bragging about how he doesn't shoot to kill. He shot that guy in the leg yeah, yeah. on purpose. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're trying to arrest the guy. Actually, they're still talking about questioning him, which, god damn, there's a lot to ruin in this movie. Because <laughs> they're talking, Murtaugh is bragging about. These guys about, are the worst cops of Murtaugh's all time. Murtaugh's bragging about now. She's like, see, he's alive, and now we can question him. And you're like, well, you, he's been shot in the leg, though. You can't, you already shot the guy. You can't expect these to be not torture answers. Right. And he's like, well, but see, I don't kill everybody I meet. And so they're like walking away with him, going to arrest him. The dude pulls out a handgun. He's going to kill Murtaugh. And Johnny on the spot, Riggs, shoots the guy twice in the chest. He falls in the pool. They both freak out for some reason, and I'm like, uh, I just watched these two uh, these two squibs go off in this guy's chest. <laughs> yeah. He dead. Yeah. And he falls into it's the pool over. topper. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, under. we're going to go save him. And they him. both take off their shirts and dive in to save him. Right. Well, he dies in the pool. Sure. Clearly. And then they're like, that. yeah. And then Danny Glover, Murtop, crawls out of the pool, and guess what he says? I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. I don't know if he says it again. He says it many times. He says in it. The movie. I thought maybe he said it once, but yep. he repeats it several times. Then they're uh, drying off in like a hotel room. Danny Glover's wearing sweatpants. And they're acting pretty <laughs> chill about the whatever's happened for the last three days. Yeah. And the fact that they just went to a mansion where girls were distributing drugs and then they got shot at. Right. And hey, then, remember that whole- And then killed a guy. Yeah. But they just get to go home, go to bed, and go back to work the next day. 
and that's about it. That's how it all works here. Nothing rises to that high of a level of something that (laughs) we have to worry about. (laughs) People are getting murdered. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Roger Murtaugh apologizes to Riggs. He says, sorry about all that. It's like all the stuff I said. He's like, I bet that hurt, didn't it? I bet that hurt, didn't it, mate? Right. Right, Crocky. He's like, oh, you have no idea. I'm getting too old for this shit. And they apologize, and then they get to go home. And then the... And roll credits. Then they go to have dinner at Roger's house. Uh, The daughter is very smitten with Mel Gibson, Riggs. They have a nice family dinner. Although the, the degree to which the daughter is sort of flirting and Mel Gibson is sort of flirting is oh, like... yes. She's like, fifth, she's like 15, 16-year-old yeah. daughter, and she is clearly smitten with Mel Gibson, and he's looking... It's, it's very over the top. It is indeed. <laughs> he's a handsome fellow, though. Uh, they're bonding on Murtaugh's fishing boat that he's never used. Sitting in his driveway. Mm-hmm. And they say... They're talking about the past few days, and they say, no problems. And I was like, no right. problems? No fucking problems? Mel Gibson has killed, like, nine people. You guys killed a guy at a mansion filled with cocaine? <laughs> Yeah, where there were women ready to distribute cocaine. Yes, and no one is uh, worried about this. Yeah, like, this is a whole situation you guys were involved with. Now you're saying it's like step back. And they're and saying, like, anyways, the, the guy they killed at the mansion is the guy that killed the girl at the beginning, right? And Mel Gibson is like, oh, crikey, mate, this is too easy, too neat, right? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, beautiful yeah. animal. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're like, what? Too easy? Too, too neat? easy. You guys fucking got fired at at a mansion, you fucking weirdos. Uh, but whatever. And Mel Gibson, they have a nice dinner at Murtaugh's house, and they get kind of drunk. And, and uh, uh, Mel Gibson on his way out says, oh, I do real good. Uh, I... <laughs> What? 19 did a guy last from a thousand yards out. 19. I don't know. Oh, when I was 19. When I was 19, I did a guy in Laos from a thousand yards out. Yes. So he shot a guy from a thousand yards away. We hear a, a lot of bragging about Vietnam. He brags a lot. Yeah. Actually. For a guy, a suicidal guy. Yeah. Although maybe suicidal guys brag a lot. I don't know. But basically, he says, he says uh, maybe 10 people on Earth that could do that. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Croggy. Eh. So, after dinner, Mel Gibson goes and gets a prostitute, and you think that <laughs> yes. uh, it's going to be, like, about the case? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. But it's not about anything. He asks her no. to come home and watch uh, the Three Stooges with him. And then they don't. They Which don't, is a Mel Gibson thing and for then some reason. He also says, <laughs> he asks her how old she is. She's 22. And then he's like, oh, how old? Oh, how old? Crikey. crikey. How old are you really? He says, I'm sick. I'm 16. He's like, the younger, the better. And then he's like, 
She's like, what do you want me to do? A hundred bucks? What do you want me to do? And he's like, I want you to come home and watch the Three Stooges with me. And it's like, and then nothing, they don't show them watching the Three Stooges. It's just the next day. What are the Three Stooges he was (laughs) referring to? His dick and balls? Yeah, they don't imply, like, the fact that he says the younger the better and he says he's just going to go watch TV with her, but they don't show anything that happens. No, and the next you can't day, trust that scenario. The next day, he's just waking Murtaugh up with a cup of coffee. Uh, and you're like, did he, did he what? bang that chick? <laughs> like, what did they do? We just missed a lot of information. Yeah, or did he just pay 100 bucks to save this girl from being a prostitute for a night? Which is maybe the implication, but I got to say that... When nothing happens, and then the next day he's like, "Yeah, he's like, hey Murtaugh, I got this coffee for you. It's time to wake up. I got a knife. You call that a knife? Is it <laughs> raw? Yes. Like, okay, all right, all right. Um, yeah. Oh, after that encounter with the prostitute, Murtaugh is opening presents, random presents, by himself in the middle of the night, and one is a yearbook with the girl who was murdered. Oh yeah, uh, in it, and attached to that is a videotape of her doing her pornos. <laughs> yeah, which is just her kind of slapping Standing, around. Yeah, a bunch of girls. Topless. And I was like, man, if, if, find a girl that doesn't do that these days. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Times have changed. Porno is different now because. Girls just kind of skipping around with no tops on us. Yeah. You know, some people get paid a lot of money for that. Nobody's worried about it. <laughs> no one is. No. Um, but there's also she has a twin a girl, a twin sister in her class that they show that never really comes up again in the whole movie. Yeah, that I I kept thinking that was gonna pay off somewhere. It fully in any other Shane Black movie, it would pay off. In fact they mention it later and it's as if they there was like a little subplot that yeah, they fully edited cut. out. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's pro- that would make sense because it was like it's like, okay, we're we're being made to be like, yeah, okay, pay attention girl. to this yeah. this other it's, person. She's even mentioned again. Yeah. So they're like, it all right, okay. So we're waiting for this to pay out. Oh, it's yes. not going to? Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> oh. And in the end. <laughs> in the end, there's two more hours of this podcast. <laughs> uh yeah. Riggs is Riggs is at Murtaugh's house in the morning. He he bam we don't know what happened with that prostitute, but whatever. He's like, We gotta go figure out what's happening. And they go to a firing range, and this is where you see just how good Riggs is. But on the way in, they're right. talking about the second hooker that told them about the body of the first hooker. And they're like, oh, maybe she was in the room. <laughs> right. Maybe she was in the room. And then her excuse was, I found this body. Here it is. Easy peasy. You don't have to worry about me. Yes. And her name was Dixie. Then they fire at some targets. And Riggs does a pretty good job. And Mel and, no, no, Murtaugh does a pretty good job. And Riggs does a great job. Yes. And then Murtaugh's like, he had one miss, and he's like, I can do better than that. Right through the middle of the face of the target. Mm -hmm. And then Mel Gibson was like, crikey, I'm not American yet. Take a look at this. And he sends sends the target way back. Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, sorry, this is more male Gibson. I smoke three packs a day, which he did. Did <laughs> he you know did? that? Yes. Crazy. Yeah. And he brings the target back, and he's like, take a look at this. And he's so good. He Oh, shit. <laughs> did we? He made a smiley face. I hit pause for one second. How did you hit pause? Oh, I we just, were... just randomly. Oh, still got most of that. Oh, yeah. No, he's missed Dude, one oh, second. We have to start the podcast over. Fuck you. I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end. In the end, that hooker's name was Dixie, the one that uh, <laughs> that told that came to them about the body and was very drunk early on in the movie. We I we never mentioned that before, but that's fine. They're going to Dixie's house, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of little kids playing outside. And they're like, "You're the cops. You're gonna go bust Dixie." They're like, "No, no, we're just gonna go have breakfast." He's like, "We're just gonna go have breakfast, mate." And they're like, "Hmm." And the kids are talky, talky, talking, talking little kids. And they're walking up to the house, to Dixie's house. Very ramshackle little place. And that motherfucking house explodes, bitch. (laughs) Big time. Yes, big time. A commando-style explosion. Indeed. Very big. Although, yes, yes, it is very big. But there's a lot of grenades in this movie. Where I'm like, okay, Uh, uh, explosions are allowed, I guess. And they said it was an expertly made bomb. Riggs is like, yeah, like oh, it's got a, this isn't it's got a mercury switch, yeah, 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 yeah whatever some kind of yeah. he's like this only special uh, ops these, mix yeah. no this mate that's, that's right Crocky these aren't any amateurs I'm <laughs> Crash Bandicoot <laughs> yes. but try not to be <laughs> all right I'm Mad Max mate uh, the huh. bomb is real pro stuff yes yeah Mama said policemen shoot black people uh, turns out the kid one of the kids. That they were talking to earlier saw the guy that went up to the house beforehand and was checking the meters. Yeah. Why the kid would know what checking meters was, I don't know. But he saw a tattoo. And it was the exact same tattoo that Riggs had, which also doesn't quite make sense. But in context, you're like, okay, he's like some kind of badass military guy. Yeah, some sort of special. And it was unit. Joshua, who yeah. is uh, who is Gary Busey. Gary Busey, yes. giant teeth and all. Pre uh, motorcycle accident, he was very yeah. cognizant in this movie. He is. This is his big, like his uh, second uh, shot at stardom was basically after this movie. He said. Dude, he was nominated for an Oscar for that Buddy Holly movie. Yeah, and there was that, and then this he says was like his second. Oh, okay. What he's about kind Under of, Siege? That's after this. That's like ninety two. Oh, yeah. I got you. Okay. Well, he got stardom. You did it, buddy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine. And, uh, no, well, he's cuckoo bananas. Certainly not fine, but he has scrambled he eggs a, now. Yeah. Um, National treasure. Yeah, the and then the end of the movie. <laughs> it was a I'm very just trying to force it. Was it was very along. professional. No, we're we're doing this. Okay, I'm gonna inhale. And <laughs> exhale. So the movie ends when Riggs is dead. Murtaugh is, is dead. dead. Everyone's just on a pile, and the dead hooker comes back to life. I knew it. God damn, this it. movie was weird as fuck. <laughs> oh, I exhaled and then I didn't do what my main point, my main objective was, which was to be better at podcast. This podcast. 
Um, yeah, Gary Busey has a special forces tattoo. Okay. Fast forward. Now, uh, Murtaugh meets once again with Mike. What was the guy's like? Hansucker. 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 And he's like, your daughter wasn't killed because of something she was into. She was killed because of something you're into. Heroin. Correct. And then the Mike Hunsaker fella says, it goes all the way back to Air America. The other, which is funny because... Terrible Will Gibson and... Robert Iron Downey Jr., movie. yes. Which is uh, something I was going to actually say we should do tonight. Because I, when I was a kid, I, my, I know my dad liked that movie. I liked that and movie. And I liked watching That's it. That's a big deal when it came out. I remember that. I remember but the now, whole them like coming down in their parachutes. Oh, yeah. Like and I feel like now tree. people would be like, what are you even... If they weren't around our age, no one even knows what we're talking That's about. That's another somehow deep cut. It it's weird. A, That's the it whole was a thing big of this movie. podcast. There are huge movies you remember as a kid that now are just buried and forgotten. Oh, believe me, trying to rent them? <laughs> you know. Even when they're not buried and forgotten. I'm like, you have <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2, Lethal Weapon 3... Lethal Weapon Four, and you don't have the original. I, I, I was fully, I, I fully thought Video Warehouse would have Lethal Weapon on Blu-ray. Oh yeah, I, I thought for sure. Uh, I'm like, oh, total find no. this, no problem. Oh, it was. I know some of our movies are a little more esoteric; they're not mainstream, maybe anymore. But this, like, Lethal this Weapon is, the is as like mainstream a, as you can get. Yes, this is a building this is a block. Fucking blockbuster. This is like Rambo. This is a rated R action blockbuster from the 80s. Right. And it's a real seminal, like, buddy cop. Kind of, it, 48 hours laid the groundwork. Lethal Weapon created, didn't create. It amped it up. It was like, hey, buddy, semi-serious comedy buddy cop movies, here you go. Hardcore action, people are getting killed, but also comedy. People are getting killed. Uh, the whole time on the rag, and nobody cares. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so Murtaugh is at the Mike Hunziker's office, and he's just said what I said to him, and he's like, "Oh no, you're not getting away with this." But as he is saying that, uh, a large helicopter flies oh up from God. the cliff. It sure does. It Somehow sure does. out of nowhere, as if it just jumped out of some bushes. Oh, much like a landing pad underneath the suicide bomber. It does. It's uh and also this guy is giving up so much information. I'm like, what are you what's the play here? Because Murtaugh is like you wanted to give up the information because you wanted to save your daughter, but right. Now your daughter's dead, and now you're giving up all the information just going before I even put any sort of pressure on And also, no one's being arrested. They just walk away from all of these things with, like, like, oh, yeah. Remember that guy that shot at us? Well, we killed him. <laughs> but the other people in the mansion, who fucking cares? <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bu- Gary Busey rolls up in a in a helicopter, and he is a, a 
almost as good of a sniper as Mur as Riggs says he is. Right. And he kills Mike Hoons Hunziker, who's Hoopsacker. standing by the window drinking some eggnog <laughs> and gets shot because right it's in Christmas. the face. By uh, the chest first. I know. I'm just yeah. being dramatic. Yeah, yeah, but he fucking kills him. He does. He sure fucking does. He's and then the end of the movie, the final scene. Yeah. Whoa. So, yeah. He, they know now that the the guy that Murtaugh knew talked to the police. So it's time to turn up the heat, as Gary Busey says. Time yes. to turn up the heat. And uh because they talk to police. Um <laughs> Martin Riggs, Mr. Riggs, Mel Gibson, is talking to another prostitute on a corner because he wants some information about the other prostitute. Uh-huh. And Murtaugh is there with him, but off in the distance. And he gets blasted by a shotgun right in the chest so hard that it shoots him through a plate glass window. He flies through a shop window that's eight feet behind him. Yes. Yeah, it's another old trope. I I don't know. It's somehow survived all movies. If you get shot in close range in your chest by a shotgun, you will fly... I don't know, thirty or forty feet through the air backwards. <laughs> have With you seen, such force? Have you seen Constantine? Mm, yes. It's like when uh, he gets sucked through eight buildings by a demon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Boom. Yes. Boom. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. movie. I fucking dude. It is an underrated. Well, you did Keanu that Reeves out. movie. I would say eight. Isn't it weird to say years it, when you say instead of saying two thousand eight, say eight? Eight, that that's much more definitive. You're like, oh, eight. Yeah, yeah it came. Oh, no, don't comma, say, don't say, eight. no, no, don't Just say, oh, eight. Just say eight. Eight. That came out in nine. <sighs> <laughs> that weirds me it, out. Your brain gets it, but it's such an <laughs> affront to your senses. You're like, no, thank <laughs> yes. you. You say two thousand and nine or oh <laughs> yeah. nine or something. You don't just drop the which is funny because I am that sitting came out here five. I am sitting here waiting <laughs> for, and I don't want it to come any faster than it's coming. But the idea of saying the twenties, the twenties, yeah, but baby. not even twenty isn't good enough. I want it to be the twenties and nineteen, no, two thousand twenty-one, and people saying back in twenty-one. That weirds me the fuck yeah. out. And that's, I that's the near future. We'll live through that. We'll live to it. I imagine I will. Here's hoping. Not to say it. Yeah. I, but don't worry. In 2021, our we'll be doing our podcast on the in this at the Civic Center, probably. <laughs> yes. Once a week. Uh, yes. a, th- a third of Des Moines will come out to hear us. We become the new Triple Espresso. <laughs> We just go for years. People just keep coming inexplicably over but and over. But instead of 150 people, it's 3,000. Good Once enough. a week. Like, why do they, these guys do the same show every week? It's really weird. People love it. I mean, they I, do love I, it. I wish and I did I'm, something. I'm, I haven't. And it's different every time. It's also like improv. It's improv. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 
Go see Triple Espresso. John Bush is a very nice, funny person. He's the best. And the other people, they're probably fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Maybe not. Yeah, then. And so in the end of, uh, of uh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon. We are, we are getting towards the end. We're, we're getting there, Alex. <sighs> Alex can't hang. We started late. Nah, I just, I'm losing interest. Oh, no. I'm losing we interest. were losing interest before we started. <laughs> we didn't. We weren't. We weren't that interested at the beginning. Although I still enjoyed the movie. No, I did. But it just it's, Riggs got shot with a shotgun. Flew through. Yeah. A bunch of windows. Luckily, oh man, you know what Riggs did? But on that vest, baby, he wore his fucking vest. Yep. And not one little fucking BB of that shotgun shot. Hit him anywhere but his chest. Yep, right. And in the luckily, sweet spot. I mean, you can get shot with a fucking uh, beanbag sure. and be just fucking destroyed, incapacitated. But if you're wearing a a vest mm-hmm. and you're Mel Gibson and you get Ain't shot no with a shotgun right in the middle, you get a little bit sweaty. There's some California rain, <laughs> but you're good to go. Fucking makes everything uh, better. Sweet California rain. California rain. California rain. <laughs> the new hit by Toll Oh, yeah, it is. California rain. This, that's the, it's the, California rain is the follow-up hit after our first smash hit, Blue Lightning. Oh, Blue Lightning. <laughs> Blue Lightning strikes in the 80s everywhere. And then after that, guess what? Where there's lightning, there's California rain. <laughs> I think Blue Lightning and California Rain are related somehow. It's the somehow. same fucking song. <laughs> it's like November Rain. What, what's uh, what's one of those songs where it's like two in one? Like, uh, Darling, like, like Layla. Blue Lightning, yeah. <laughs> it's California Rain. <laughs> oh, yes. California well, rain. Probably two dumb guys first it music only, video. It only rains twice a year in California, but every time something real sad is happening. Yes. And we're all like, fuck. If only this could happen during the massive <laughs> forest fires that never end. Blue uh, lightning is what starts the forest fires, you see. It is. Blue lightning starts the fire. <laughs> the fire kept burning and the world kept turning. But it was in California. <laughs> and we filmed a movie. So then it rained. <laughs> Just that once. Oh, God. I will be ashamed of that in the morning. It's fine. Busey calls the house. They got my kid. Moving on. Oh yeah, they think uh, they think Riggs is dead because he got shot with a shotgun. Right, he got he caught it right in the chest. And and Riggs is like, we got the upper hand. I mate, we got the upper hand. They think I'm dead. Right. And uh, Murtaugh's like, you're right. They do, but Gary Busey knows where my family lives. They're like, oh fuck. So they have to go to the house before Gary Busey does. P.S. Too, he, he's too late. He is too late, but also still goes okay. <laughs> His daughter's gone. His daughter is gone. What? How far down did I scroll? Because I feel like... <laughs> no? This is right. Alex, I'm very confused. 
The pastor's got my daughter. And then in the very end. <laughs> yeah. He also never mentioned that someone mailed him a high school yearbook and a pornographic yeah, movie. In an envelope that said, please, evidence. <laughs> yes. And it, it literally was. Dude, well, dude, uh, I he got know. He got a birthday card from some uh, child. And then after that, he had a manila folder full of evidence that said, please, evidence. I don't know how he got that hot tip. How, how did he get his daughter also? Because when Murtaugh gets the call, he's at home. And Gary Busey calls the house and is like, hey, I got your daughter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. need, they all need a voice. He's like, be it's by like, the phone. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who fucking knows? But then uh, they call the cops. Busey calls the cops. And oh no, he acts like a reporter, and he's like, "Hey, so there was a reported police shooting earlier. Did anything? Did anything weird happen?" <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, Sergeant Riggs is dead, shot and killed." And Busey's like, "Oh, Riggs is dead." He reports to his boss, McCaffrey. Um, but now we know that the bad guys have Murtaugh's kid. And Riggs and Murtaugh are still hanging out. And Riggs is like, yo, you know they're still going to kill your kid, right? <laughs> this is going to get real bloody. We're going to have to shoot and shoot to kill. I'm good. You're going to have to trust me. Are you real? Are you really cra- Are you really crazy? Or is you as good as they say you are? Oh, shit. Oh, as they say. No, no, not they. You. Are you really crazy? Or is you as... As good as you say or you is, are. Is that sentence is even hard to say. Is are you as good as you say you are? Are you as good as you say you are? Are you as good as you say you are? At podcasting? Fuck yes! Booyah. The best. All time. It's desert time. Uh, we go to the desert to pick up the daughter. Drop off rigs in the water. There's no water. <laughs> it's a fucking desert. But he gets out and he runs away. Runs away. No California rain today. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they go to the desert. Murtaugh's in his station wagon. He drops Riggs off. Riggs runs off into the desert with a gun. There's a helicopter. There's a limo. There's an SUV. They all stop. Riggs stops. He's in his station wagon. They get out of it. He gets out of his station wagon. The bad guys get out of their cars. The chopper is still kind of flying around. And then it, uh, the chopper and then it is flies being away. very low to the ground. It is. Like, it doesn't need to be that low to the ground. At this point, to make a it point, doesn't even need to be there. No. No. But it is there. Um, and they're going to make an exchange, basically, Murtaugh for his daughter. He gives himself up. They let his daughter walk. But he's like, no. Because at this point... Riggs has said, we're going to have to kill some motherfuckers because they're going to kill her anyway. Yeah. He's in a little sniper nest. He is. And, and then Murtaugh comes out and he's like, hey, I got a grenade. And if I'm yeah. going to die, we're going to die in my Well, turns. before he does that, he says, show me my daughter and you can just take me. I and know, then he, but then he has a grenade. I know, time. buddy. I know. I know. And I, I can't. Del- I can't. <laughs> yes. Uh. The big standoff happens. Yeah, he's got a live grenade pin pulled out, and he's like, he's bluffing. If he 
if he lets go, he kills his daughter. And he's like, if my daughter dies, she dies on my terms, not yours. Bruh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, so, yeah. Old man gets rigs. Oh, yeah. Murtasha. Grenade. So, um, they somebody shoots Murtaugh, right? Yes, they do. But that's because uh, Riggs is waiting for a shot on Joshua, who is Gary Busey. Right as he has it lined up, he gets the old all of a sudden. He gets a little gun pointed to his head. He gets a, he does kill two Someone guys that are holding him. yes holding Murtaugh's daughter. Yes, but he then shot he the does, driver. He shot the other guy. But so then he he's was, got he was sniping people. General Peter McAllister's gun to his head. Again, Murtaugh Murtaugh this, gets this shot. Police officer's set of skills are well. He's a fucking jujitsu fucking mean, ninja sniper. Yeah, uh, negotiator. You fucking know it, baby. Everything. Yes. And Murtaugh, he is a lethal weapon. He is indeed. Hence Shit. the name. Shit. The next three movies, maybe it makes a little less sense. <laughs> he's just you're, he's banging Rene Russo, and he's like, oh, I'm not suicidal anymore. But it's Isn't fine. one of them with uh, Joe Pesci? Two, at least. Three and four. And Chris Rock is in at least oh, the fourth yeah, one. that's right. Like, what? Oh, man. <laughs> no, we can't. We're not allowed to do that. No, we can. We can. We're doing an impression of his voice. We're not wearing blackface <laughs> while we do it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No. See, but anyways, I yeah, it so it goes, it goes Joe Pesci to Chris Rock. They, they made four of these, right? Four yep. was the last yep. one. Pesci is in at least the last two. I don't think he's in the second one. Chris Rock is in maybe just the last one. But maybe the last two. Boy, I couldn't tell you the plot lines of any of them. I remember Jet Li is the bad oh, guy that's in the right. last I remember one. I remember uh I remember um I remember being on the toilet. <laughs> Glover. I Danny remember Glover. a beautiful rainbow. When Danny Glover is like sitting on the scene. toilet and there's like it's a toilet bomb. Yes. And I thought that was in this one. I did, too. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the toilet bomb in this one. And he gets saved by the toilet. I assume it's... Yeah. Because if he hadn't been on the toilet, he would have died. And I fully was waiting for that I assume that's the second one. It has to be. Because that was... I fully absolutely know what you're talking about. And I was like, if he hadn't have been shitting, he would have died. Right. But he got (laughs) saved by the toilet. That really made an impression (laughs) on us. He's like, I'm getting... You, you know what? I'm too. I'm not quite you know old what? enough I'm for this exactly shit. I'm exactly old enough yeah. for this shit, <laughs> right? Because I'm taking it right now, <laughs> and I need to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking stupid. Well, now we know at least. Yeah, that's where that came from. So they get Murta. Then General Peter McAllister gets Riggs. Puts a gun up to his head. Peter McAllister. General Peter McAllister. <laughs> What is the name McAllister? Home Alone's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what is, uh, is that McCoy Pe- Culkin's, Culkin's dad, Peter McAllister. What's his name in it? Is he Kevin McAllister? Kevin McAllister. You're right. McAllister. Kevin. That, wait, Kevin! 
We dropped that, we dropped that hot podcast almost a year ago. Oh, baby. You know how many hours we spent being real dumb about movies? <laughs> also experts though at the same time. Dozens we know a lot. Upon Don't worry dozens. about it. Um, yeah. Riggs is caught. Murtaugh's caught. Uh now his daughter is running away in the limo. But yeah, guess she's what? Trying to get away. Low flying chopper. <laughs> Ain't having no part of that. So she's she driving. They're like basically through the salt flats. Yes. And, well, and a helicopter is basically like trying to land like like on it. Physically push her. All she would have to do is hit the brakes. All she would have to do is anything. <laughs> but she chooses to not do anything yeah. and just drive. She could have cranked her wheel in any direction. Hit the brakes again. It's salt flats. There's no. There's no. They're not nothing. salt flats. It was a desert. She ends up okay, over a hill. Fine. The whole point is that it's like a whole. <laughs> there's f- many plants. There's many cacti. The area where she was at at that point was <laughs> nothing. Quite flat. Yes. It, she could have easily escaped. Also, if you want to dodge a helicopter chasing you at whatever speed, hit the brakes, bitch. Turn the other direction. Yeah. You're beating it. Yes. You do it all day long. I mean, it can follow you for a long time, but it won't catch you if you just keep right. speeding up and slowing down. But if you just going, <laughs> keep going, you know, ninety miles an hour in one direction, it can yeah. keep right up with you. Uh, indeed. So they're all caught. Every single one of them. Daughter, Riggs, Murtaugh, all caught. And we are now in a hallway. There's a shower being poured on Riggs. And guess what time it is, ladies and gentlemen? Torture time. Yeah, correct. I even wrote torture time, my friend, because that is a Mel Gibson movie trope and there's like a, nobody's business. There's a great uh, character actor here. Oh, yes, who speaks. Yes. Regular old English. In, in a way, I was English. like, what? When he talks. It was shocking. He was like, he's like, it's fun. He's like, he was and the gay- way he says it. He, he says was, it so nonchalantly. He's yes, like, perfect. He's like, no one could deal with yes. that. He's fine. He was Genghis <laughs> was like, Khan. He was Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's yes. Excellent Adventure. He he's was one, one of the, the bad guys in Die Hard. Yeah. He was like the go-to Asian henchman. Go-to bearded short Asian Asian. Asian. Henchman. Yeah. Yeah. Asian. He's getting older. He's an Asian henchman. <laughs> Good one. Mm. But in this, he actually spoke. He did. And he speaks in perfect nondescript english no he literally he's like after torturing mel gibson yeah he's like uh you know he's like no one could take that he doesn't know anything yeah and i was like what yes that's like that's i was talked. shocked and the way they talk to him while this is all happening you assume it's like this is endo he he's never inflicted pain you've never experienced pain like endo gives right. and then he's just like well you know uh, didn't, okay. He didn't. He had nothing to say. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" That <laughs> That's was how he talked. That was really weird. <laughs> I found that it to be was very weird. strange. Given all the characters yes. that guy's played, every henchman he's played, and you expect for him to, to just like, be like badass, like hey, you know something. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, hey man, like that didn't work." So yeah, all right, work. see you it's later. Fine. He's like, Cheech. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I'm uh, I can't do it. Basically, now. yeah. Yeah, that's what you expect, though. Hey, Chicharron. <laughs> yeah. Like, I used this torture. It didn't even work. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I did it. You're welcome. Good job. Fans. Con- congratulations. Made it this far. 
Anyway, this is the requisite uh, Mel Gibson torture scene. I can name, I'm naming Mel Gibson movies that I can think of right off the top of my head that he's been tortured in. Uh It includes What Women Want. He isn't tortured, but he is fried by a toaster in a bathtub. Okay. It includes Payback. That's a weak example. It's not, considering it's a romantic comedy. I feel like it's a strong example because there should not be a weird torture scene in it. Okay, all right. I feel like it's a strong... Overruled. Are we in sustained? Okay. Payback. For sure. He is straight up tortured. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Braveheart. Tortured. Absolutely. Probably the most graphic of them all. Lethal Weapon. Tortured. Yep. The Patriot. I don't know that he's tortured, but he does almost cry. He probably does. Several uh, children are killed. Uh, and he is almost tortured. He is tortured in so many movies and almost cries while being tortured without crying. Where you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. Where he's got like the quivering lip and the really stern face and single tears coming he, down. He masters <laughs> that. The, he is good. The, the intense, it. the like trying to hold it all in, intense. <laughs> like sign, I love, I love him in signs. Dude, in signs, he oh losing a family member. That's the whole fucking plot of the goddamn movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ, women! It is so weird. Yeah. Losing his wife is the fucking crutch of, of all of his movies, or a child. Yeah. Holy shitballs. Give me back back. my son. Dude, uh, Kidnap? What the fuck is that movie called? Ransom? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are you... Does he get tortured in Ransom? I can't remember. Mentally, emotionally. Dude, we should write down Ransom because... I I saw Ransom maybe two or three times. It's a good fucking movie. And that was a big... Renee Russo again, too. Was she in that one? She's his wife. Oh, Yeah. And the British guy that always plays an American guy. The black British guy. With uh, the cool name. Delroy, Delroy Lindo. Oh, Delroy Lindo. Yeah, he's British. He is? Oh, yeah, buddy. What? Yes. It's surprising. Delroy We've talked about Lindo this is English? <laughs> yes. No way. I'm fucking serious, bro. I'll prove it to you right now. I mean, We're I'm almost not, done with this movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, who cares? No one cares anymore. Delroy Lindo, <laughs> though, being an English dude. Yeah. He might be like South African or something. South Africa. Li- yeah, yeah, yeah. Delroy Lindo. There's no way that guy has an accent for real. He fucking does, no. bruh. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge that until you show me video evidence of him speaking with anything other than still considers himself british despite having li- lived in america since his late teens late teens he's got a fucking accent when he speaks bruh that's but he's weak. perfect at american that's not weak that's a fucking number he's been one. living in america since his teens late means- teens you don't lose <laughs> late a- teens you don't lose an a- after if you live somewhere if okay, so 19, and he's what, 69 right yes, now? Yes, but I'm saying, like, you cannot, uh-huh. you have to force yourself. He's British, is what I'm saying. He I, lived in England until he was 18. I'm not taking that away from him, yes. But having acted in so many movies, 
over all that time and trying to still be like, oh, hello, love. No. That guy has a regular American accent now. No. When he watch him get interviewed and they're like, they play the Jetsons theme song. They're like, their son, Delroy. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Dude, Alex, no, we, right, we're finishing okay. this fucking shit, god damn it. And then in the end, the torture doesn't work. Amurta is also being tortured and beaten to death. His daughter comes in, not to death, but they're beating the shit out of him and spreading salt on his wounds. Ooh, oh, yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I didn't remember uh, I did Danny Glover getting tortured. But yeah. But it's a Mel Gibson movie, so of course torture yeah. figured prominently. So the the Asian guy that talks, we were surprised by. <laughs> Gary Busey says, uh, well, he tells Gary Busey the torture doesn't work. Gary Busey is basically like, well, fuck it, torture him to death. Uh, Mel Gibson isn't having it, even though he's hanging from the ceiling, being electrocuted. He grabs the dude with his leg. With his ankles and chokes him to death with his ankles. He headbutts him first, and then I think he breaks his neck, in fact. Well, he's squeezing his, his neck with his... <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is he did it with his ankles. Yes. Where you can't generate that much no. power to strangle someone. Well, they neck, say it is uh, essentially impossible to break someone's neck with your hands. Well, it is with your ankles also, for sure. I imagine. But not your cankles. <laughs> Body toss, neck break. Uh, there's a firefight because Mel Gibson has now escaped. He jumps into the room. Murtaugh's getting tortured in. Throws that Asian dude's body onto a couple people. Everybody's sh- shooting. Mel Gibson is still handcuffed. I don't know how he beats all these dudes, but the general and Gary Busey run the fuck away. Mel Gibson is free. Right. Danny Glover is free. The daughter is free. End of movie. <laughs> the yeah. end of this movie is so fucking stupid, it's hard to believe. <laughs> Describe it. Uh, we will. We're almost there. <laughs> uh, there's more rain also at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's raining profusely. Well, no, that was a... At the very oh, it was end, a sprinkler? It's a, it's a, a broken uh, oh, you're right, fire you're hydrant. Right. You're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Hey. You, you're always right. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Uh, So there is a firefight. Man, oh, man. They are just willy-nilly firing machine guns on the street. Just at anyone. Oh, I know. There's so much bad police work in this movie. (laughs) Oh, yes. I mean, putting so many lives at risk. And this last, like, they're they're spraying at each other. This is a Shane Black. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It is a Shane Black, like. Oh, the public is at risk? Fuck them. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) But in the other movies, they aren't cops. And in this one, they are. And when it's like... And it makes no difference. A couple of criminals makes sense. A couple of cops is like, I don't think you'd be firing that automatic Just like spraying, hoping like you're spraying in their general area, knowing that there's civilians everywhere. 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 They're all in L.A. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they're just firing everywhere. Uh, Busey steals a car. The way he pulls that woman's hair and like slams her against the car when he pulls her out, I was like, I bet she complained about that. Yeah, later he filed yeah. a grievance. Yes, on that one. yes, yeah. Shit got a little uh, too real. There. I imagine it did. So he drives away, and 
There's a very iconic shot of Mel Gibson running with his shirt open, running down the middle of the street. Yeah. That is like something, the thing I remember most from this movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not just like, yeah. It's very cool. And you're like, oh, you're like a... 80s ripped guy where you're not like a huge guy you're like a now you're a little normal. ripped dude yeah, yeah again as an adult guy. seeing him like oh you're kind of a little guy yeah like but you're you're you know you're muscular you're like a little ripped dude right yeah i could be and you most of, <laughs> of 80s like of these 80s muscle men were like just little ripped dudes schwarzenegger little ripped dude little ripped dude little ripped dude yes He's the most ripped dude that's ever yeah, been in movies. Yeah, but he's like five, five. No, he's six foot, dude. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No way. Because Lou Ferrigno was the tallest bodybuilder to ever win Mr. Universe, and he was like six, four or six. Yeah, six. he was huge. He was bigger no, than no. Arnold. Schwarzenegger's like six, two. Yeah. And Stallone is like... Five, eight. Stallone is little. That's what I, that's what yeah, I said. I'm saying those dudes, though, comparably to Mel Gibson... Mel Gibson, compared to those dudes, is not ripped. He's just a little skinny dude, is what I'm saying. You're What I'm saying is yes. the dudes in the 80s were so ripped, sometimes it was like, you take control of your lives. <laughs> because <laughs> like this is Rocky, not okay. Rocky three Stallone, oh, you're yeah. like, dude, yeah. this is an un, clearly unnatural. Right. Because dudes now are ripped, but it's like you don't see the little weird no, muscle no, in no. their armpit yeah. where yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. How many steroids? This is what I'm saying. Right. I, I understand what you're saying now. And you're saying your point is, if I'm hearing you correctly, yes. that Mel Gibson is a, a is a natural little rip dude. Yes, yes, just a skinny guy that's in good shape. Right. Yes, agreed. That's what I mean. Yeah. When because what I was misunderstanding what you were saying is that they're just not as tall as dudes are now in movies. Different point altogether. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I was thinking more like the Tom Cruise little ripped dude. Like, because <laughs> Tom Cruise is fucking ripped to this day, right? And Mel Gibson is ripped in this, but like, I would beat him at arm wrestling, right? That's what Easily, because yes, <laughs> yes. you realize how yes. small. Yeah, but what I, when beat, I saw this movie, would I beat I... Rocky Three, Sylvester Stallone at arm wrestling, even though I'm like eight inches taller than him. No fucking way, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Yes. All right. Okay. We're in agreement. We had a miscommunication. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same page. Yes. I got you. Willy-nilly machine gun fire. They're going <laughs> to run over fucking... Um, those, the bad guys run away. And they're in a car going about to head into an alley that for some reason Danny Glover is just standing in the middle of. Yeah. And they're going to run his ass over. alley like yeah. there's no... He's standing in the middle of the alley, <laughs> making a st- like making a literal stand for some reason. Oh, like, he's, oh, he's oh a, yeah. There's no way you're living through this. Yeah, and so they drive straight down, and and he takes his time, points his gun, shoots the driver right in the face. Which I don't believe is how police work works. Well, I mean, I don't think he just goes. <laughs> well, they made the plan. They're gonna go kill everyone. I know. Fuck it. The one guy is suicidal. The other guy's like, I'm waiting for I'm my pension. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yes, yes. This guy wants to die. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. This shit is not okay. No, but I'll just murder everyone but too. In the meanwhile, yeah. 
We will rack up a yeah. high body count. Because the, oh, did we mention that the father of the murdered hooker asked, uh, asked Danny Glover to kill everyone? And he was like, I can't do that. I'm a police officer. Yeah. And then the end of the movie, he's like, this is all I want to do. Kill everyone. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. I guess. It's fine. Look out for Predator in part two. Correct Amundo. Um, yeah. So they drive right at him, playing chicken with Danny Glover with a six shooter. And Danny Glover shoots the driver, manages to escape into a crevice, and the car flips over, gets hit by a bus, and you think, the bad guy is dead now. He was in the passenger seat. The main yep. bad guy is yep. dead, but he's not dead. He's in the passenger seat upside down with a bunch of heroin and a shitload of fucking grenades. <laughs> yes. Like four or five. Which right I high five this movie for because I'm like, finally, a reason for a car to explode. Yes. And actually, given the amount of grenades, the explosion was kind of weak. Yes. <laughs> it was yeah. like, that was a. That's that, a usual yeah, car. That was a one grenade. A, ca- a car flips over, and <laughs> yes. that's, you, well, that's the usual. If this explosion. car flipped over in commando. There'd be at least eight a grenades, mushroom cloud, you motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I dug. I was like, oh, a reason for yes, Carter. thank you. And Dharma's dad, or no, Greg's dad was uh, man. He was struggling to do something with those grenades. I don't know what, but he also had a face full of powdered heroin. He didn't think if the whole thing through, but he did. He did. Now the dead. car explodes. Danny Glover did what he set out to do, but Joshua or Gary Busey is still out there. This is also the weird chase thing at the end of the Shane Black buddy com- buddy action movie. Yeah. Dude, you you still haven't watched Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? You I know, have seen I the know. nice guys. Lethal Weapon. I'm actually curious if there's more of them out there that I don't even know about that he maybe wrote. Shane but, Black? Yeah. Because the end of these movies are all so similar, it's fucking crazy to me. Right. It's they're also all great. Lethal Weapon may be the least of them all, actually, watching this time. (laughs) Yes. So now they're chasing Gary Busey. And Mel Gibson is chasing Gary Busey in a car, but Mel Gibson is on foot, and Gary Busey has stolen a car and is driving. And Mel Gibson is running very sexily down the street. Sexily. Sexily. That's a good adverb for a uh, Mad Lib. If you were looking for one. Sexily. Yes. Sexily She strong. was sexily smoking a cigarette. <laughs> uh, and they finally, how do they off Gary Busey? Oh, it takes for fucking ever. Because they, yeah, all they of a realize sudden, they decide, look. Mel Gibson finally loses him. Meets up with Murtaugh. Murtaugh is like, well, I killed the main guy. But his house. he's disappointed no, no, not at his house. Murtaugh killed the main guy on the street. He blew up in a car. Yeah. And Mel and he asked Mel Gibson uh, what happened to Joshua, and he's like, he got away. That's slippery mofo. Mm-hmm. Now Joshua is going to Murtaugh's house. Right. And they're like, oh, shit. He's like, he knows where I live. Yeah, Riggs, he knows where I live. <laughs> and I'm I'm proud of my Danny Glover it's right good. now. It's good. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is ready for fucking bed. And so Joshua does go to Murtaugh's house. Luckily, he walks inside. 
fires his fucking machine gun like it's nobody's business, kills Hal Hallbrook in a car, in a cop car on the way there. Yeah. Hal Hallbrook, he's a famous old actor that yeah, was yeah. not Hal famous Holbrook. then. Yeah. It was fun to see him get shot yes, in a cop car. it was. Like, it was like it's weird. He's like 60 in the 80s. <laughs> yes, fucking old. Yeah. And not famous. Actually, high five for that. Yes. Because the older I see somebody get famous... The better I feel. Yeah, to I, know. Be I, I still I still have a chance. <laughs> yes, yes. Ronnie Dangerfield yes. didn't get famous till like he was uh, fifty-five. Hal Hallbrook apparently was like seventy-two. Who knows? Plenty He's of time. A, he, all he time does for us. All he does is lethal weapon is get shot in the face as a sixty-year-old. So I was like, that's all you need. And maybe it wasn't even him. It just looked like him. But I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was. Anyway, yeah. They're at Murtaugh's house, and. Uh, Gary Busey thinks he's going to kill everyone, but there's a fucking sign on the Christmas tree for this yeah. Christmas movie that came out yep. before Die Hard that no one ever talks about being a Christmas movie. There is a sign on the Christmas tree that says, sorry, bad guys, only the police are here, signed the good guys, or something like that. Yes. So, fuck. Gary Busey is like, shit. And then a car drives through the front of the house. They couldn't have just surrounded the house. Yes. The cop car, which I assume. through. With a dead cop in the front seat. Yeah. Which is Hal Halbert. (laughs) I don't know. No. I think maybe, though. Were there other cop cars around at this point? I don't know. But there's a a, a nightstick pushing the. uh, Ah, yes. They just Gas tossed Al Hallbrook's body on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay. Um, no longer relevant. So Gary Busey is firing. He's been shot. It was a, uh, they finally got him. They're going to take him down. And instead of arresting him or killing him, right? there's a bunch of other cops around. So Like 20 other cops. Yeah. The helicopter is there now with a spotlight. And this is when... Mel Gibson decides it's time to show mercy. The worst guy of all of the guys. Of, we've killed every single other bad guy. Every so many people have been one. indiscriminately killed. <laughs> yes. Like a lot. Like police don't. This is not how police work works. <laughs> no. You don't just get to go around shooting Everyone. possible bad guys that are in your Oh, way. no. was that, that waiter looked at me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shot him right in the face. <laughs> yes. Like, whoa, you guys aren't fucking around. But yeah. also, yeah. you're killing quasi, like, Some okay guys aren't people. Even, yeah. I'm pretty sure one of the guys looked at you wrong at the club. And yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, people yeah. that aren't even bad guys. They're quasi good guys. Yeah. They're dead. They're dead. But uh, time to show mercy to the worst of all the bad guys. Uh, and by show mercy, I mean fucking get down and dirty and fist fight his ass on the lawn because many other cops have shown up yeah and mel gibson is like no we have to settle this somehow settle this the way we used to even though we've never met before right. but uh it's time to fucking jujitsu this shit out take him take my fucking shirt off show you how skinny and handsome i am <laughs> I'm 5'6", 160 pounds. Hey, look at that warrior. Oh, is a koala. I have chlamydia <laughs> also. I will box you like a kangaroo. <laughs> I weigh 155 pounds. <laughs> uh, I love, 
yes. But that's what <laughs> And they do. And then they have a very long fight. And they're getting sprayed. And all kinds of shit is happening. And they fight and fight. And eventually, Gary Busey gets a hold of a fucking pole. And they're like, He's oh shit, this fight's over. Oh, but... Danny Glover tosses Mel Gibson a nightstick. Yeah. And now he's blocking the pole. But, man, the fight keeps going. It's like 12 minutes long. And then, finally, Mel Gibson with his legs. You said it. The first yep. MMA fight in a movie. He uses jujitsu. He gets him in a triangle choke with his legs. Yeah, the upper he, hand. Yeah, he the chokes upper legs. him out. Like, he's oh, gone. yeah, he gets him out. And then Danny Glover and... Mel are like, oh, yeah, they're walking finally, away. Finally, there's 30, 30 cops around. This is finally where they show mercy. I said it too soon. And then the, the cops go and, like, pick up. <laughs> they pick up Gary Busey. They pick up Joshua. Gary Busey. And Gary Busey very clumsily pulls the gun <laughs> out of one of the arresting officers. Oh, you mean the cop that's just holster. bending over waiting the, for yeah, his the gun whole, to get pulled The cop out. just like bends over and like looks up in the air. <laughs> waiting. Yes. <laughs> waiting like, ever yes, so. Yes, take it. Yes. So he takes uh, his gun out. But, and so luckily it's an 80s movie and they get to yeah. shoot Gary Busey. Yeah. And man, oh man, if it, uh, it's maybe hard to believe, but Mel Gibson... And Danny Glover pulled their guns out at the exact same moment. Yes. And their bullets hit Gary Busey at the exact same time. Wow. Wow, indeed. Beautiful moment. Mel Gibson. We Some time passes. Mel Gibson goes to visit his wife's, wife's grave yeah. to say Merry Christmas. And it's then a he, Christmas movie. And then he goes to Murtaugh's house to fuck his 16-year-old daughter. Oh, that's right. Merry Christmas, indeed. Merry no. Christmas. But uh, yeah, so it ends at Murtaugh's house for Christmas dinner. Yeah, and, and then it ends with uh, Elvis singing uh, "White Christmas." No, not White Christmas. Blue Christmas. I don't think blue. It was a happier no, Christmas. Song. Yeah, it's a regular Christmas song, but it's Elvis. But it was for sure a Christmas song. Yes. Because it, it starts and, and ends on Christmas music, and the entire m- movie is Christmas theme. Oh, Toll's up doing his Elvis fucking impersonation. Oh, no, it's not. It's uh, I'm going to wet my pants impersonation. <laughs> I'll have a wet Christmas <laughs> with you. I'm going to pee whether or not we end the podcast. We'll just end it. Because I'll wet my pants and I'll do a pee-pee dance. Pee-pee dance. We're not going to end it. We have to discuss. All right. Inhale, then. All right. Inhale. Hey. Finish strong. Finish strong, indeed. I'm going to say it's pretty weird. Uh, I was just saying this to you, and you were like, we should probably record this and get this fucking shit over with. And I was like, you're right. Um, movie over. There's a Christmas song. Whatever. There was a fucking jujitsu fight. Now they're eating Christmas dinner at the Murtaugh's. Uh, I held this movie in pretty, I have not seen this movie all that many times considering how. Uh, yes, me too. I, I think we all saw this movie and it did, it blew up and became a cultural phenomenon 
But then the the, it did, the but then sequels di- really did. They really did. And so then, when again, when you think about these movies, you think of scenes from. But this the, movie came out a year before Die Hard, yeah. and Die Hard I fucking know almost by heart. And actually, there's oh, yeah. a lot of shit in Die Hard where I'm like, we should probably, even though I know Die Hard so well, we should probably do Die well, Hard. Look, I have not because, watched. But I will. I have not watched Die Hard from start to finish, non you know not with commercials and. And edited like the the theat like watching it oh I do it's worth watching I love it we can ruin the fuck out of it the thing is doing (laughs) this podcast like breaking this shit down I'm like oh man because Lethal Weapon is fucking pretty it's still good I guess this movie it's really dumb it's really dumb and it's it's be, again it's a it's become a living meme like but every, it's also it's like what the movies sa- are. The, this movie is in is cut with um sax solos mm-hmm. and like guitar like stings you know what's unusual I mean, about it, this and it's it's hilarious there isn't a single besides the psychiatrist at the police station i don't and the daughter there's barely a female character with any substance in the no, entire there's, movie th- there's no romance yeah, whatsoever there's no romantic lead in this at all which is kind of interesting it is it, most movies you know they always want to have that element for the yeah. ladies which is ridiculous but whatever no uh but, but this yeah is, this uh, didn't there was no it, there's a weird there's a gross flirtation between a 16 year old and mel gibson yes but other than that yeah his character is supposed to be 38. This came out in 87. So I guess that works for Vietnam. Yeah. It does. Um, This movie, the end of this movie, that f- fight scene is so stupid with all the cops watching them oh, yes. brawl. It's total nonsense. It is like... But also getting a just, but that's how that's how movies work. And this, so suspending your disbelief for eighties movies, it worked we, in the eighties for sure. It did, and it ca- but calling our podcast, sure. it's like oh this, and that's what we do. We we basically watch movies and poke and, holes and don't because we become a, our we, disbelief. Right, we become a much more sophisticated movie going audience ourselves and everyone in, yes. in general. So that when you see stuff like this, it's like, oh, this is a hokey, hilarious. But if I was watching this, thing, but it's only because it's been redone and and facsimile over and over it has, and over and over because it was so, so it becomes popular. a joke. But at one point, when we saw this for the first time, it's but, like, holy shit! I've never. Oh, this guy's psycho and crazy. Oh, that's scary. Oh, you know, it, it was. But if it's I was, very violent, you know. Yes. And if I was just watching this, though, I'd be like, man, hell yeah. Of course. Smoke a little weed and watch Lethal Weapon. I'd be like, oh, what a great time I just had. Yeah. And then instead, I'm like, god damn it. This is so (laughs) dumb. Oh, it's our fault. We loved. We started a podcast because we loved movies, and we ended up ruining movies. I know we have ruined our childhood pretty, <laughs> pretty thoroughly at this point. We'll just keep yeah, going. We still, I still like it. This was a bit of a ruiner for me because I held this oh, movie no. in high esteem, and now I'm like, I can't really. I can still like it for what it is. I think I could like the sequels. I would probably be more into those. Boy, I don't know. But then again, that's true. It gets into some kung fu shit. They throw Joe Pesci and Chris Rock in the yeah. mix. 
and Rene Russo. Every one they add like another, another famous layer. person. Yeah. Yes. Here's someone who has catchphrases. Look yes. how funny they are. Like, oh, hey. Ah, ah, hey. Oh, Joe Pesci. I think he might show up in two. Maybe it's just three and four, but. I don't know. It's weird that Joe Pesci both starred in movies, but also played like lame sidekicks in other movies. Yeah, he really only <laughs> starred in like. That's true. A couple of Scorsese movies and the rest yeah. were all. Uh, eight heads Ensemble. in a duffel bag. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've done a lot of research about how to make your own head since our last podcast. Oh, very nice. Oh, yeah, we got a new business coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chunks <laughs> with a Z. Head chunks. Head chunks. Yes. No, I think that we should absolutely. I feel like what will make us famous is two just dumb <laughs> amateurs making their own fake heads. And, and once then, we have the mold, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And then we're going to make videos of ourselves blowing ourselves. <laughs> Doing terrible things with our own yep. heads. Yep. I won't, I won't do that. I will do that in private, <laughs> but I won't make a video of it. <laughs> um yeah uh this movie where your childhood was ruined this was a bit of a ruiner just because it's it's i mean it's pretty nonsensical and lame it doesn't hold up it's just it's been done so many times since then that it makes the original source look like a joke i thought it was better than this but also I didn't realize what a Christmas movie it was, so that's for me a bonus. It's that much. Yeah. It's a legitimate. It's sort. Christmas it may. Movie. It almost seems like a parody of itself, but it's some. At some points, it that's takes because itself. the parodies came so much after. Yes, they did. The source Literally, material. Yeah, I mean, suspect, but loaded weapon, which ironically, yeah, stars Emilio Estevez, not Charlie Sheen. Well, see, Charlie Sheen is the star of Hot Shots, which. Parodies Top Gun. Oh, you're right. He was and Emilio Estevez, oh my brother God. of Charlie Sheen, stars you're in right. Loaded Weapon. In my mind, it was Charlie Sheen, but as and soon who, as you said and that, the, and it was Samuel L. Jackson that plays the Danny Glover character. Holy shit! Well, here's something even crazier. the <laughs> The script for uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance was originally a sequel to. Lethal, lethal weapon. weapon and if you think about it for a actually second, you're like of course that's what it was wait is that the third one yes that makes With samuel sort Jackson. of perfect sense die hard three is better than two two is a hot dog turd with dennis franz in an airport but him flying out we should do die hard too yeah we don't that, need to do die hard we could do die hard just for fun if we want to watch it but die hard two is oof not good take our knives to that one yeah yes alex we have a podcast we do we have a live one coming up also oh on the 18th at a podcast festival right here in des moines iowa where they have the world-renowned never before done podcast festival (laughs) yep where there'll be uh showcasing our world-renowned podcast (laughs) yep which is called Let's Ruin Our Childhood. It sure is. Um, I think we're done. Do you? Uh, I think we're definitely done. I think we've we've uh, 
we've combed through a real 80s classic. Oh, Lethal buddy, Weapon. One of the biggest. And we talked today. We, we went through like 30 different movies. We're like, no, no, no. We really were bitchy. Today. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't really want to watch anything. I wasn't feeling nothing. I wasn't either. Oh, man. Yeah, I did. Throwing titles like, back oh, and forth. Yeah. Like, nah, nah. Police Academy. I was like, no. And then, like, then we were like, here, how about this? How about this? But then uh, Lethal Weapon, it was, I was like, how long has it been? I was like, fuck oh, yes. Yeah. And I was like, this is a movie. I didn't feel like watching a bad movie. Yeah. Kind of. Like, sure. I didn't want to fucking fudgin'. Fudgin'. I didn't want to fudgin' walk, watch. I didn't want to fudgin' walk cocktails. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> we'll watch cocktails. I'm proud of myself point. for doing that on purpose. That was good. Yes. You, you nailed it. I didn't want to fucking watch cocktails. <laughs> and I was like, this is what, this is where my life is. I've been talking about movies for eight days straight with Alex (laughs) Carter, if not longer. Here we are. Um, And you guys have been listening. If you're listening to this, oh my goodness. You say Childhood Ruined. If I had to put it in, I would say this is a ruiner. Not by much, but I was surprised at how dumb it was. I would say I I was surprised by how dumb it was, especially at the end and the amount of people getting murdered, which is like, you're cops. Cops just like it. no, like just storming in, no questions asked, shooting people. Yeah. Like no, 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 no. You don't. You're not on the offensive. But that is an '80s movie thing. Yeah, I don't know. I still. It was. Fun. I thought. I, I thought Mel Gibson it. proved himself to be. He he gave himself I more range where than we the Mad from. Max movies. Yeah, I and Danny Glover the... is a good foil for him. Yes, he was. And they made four more. They did very well. And I will say not. I'm just gonna go. Eh. eh. I, I would would watch again if it was on TV and I was ready to take a nap. I would keep. I would keep the weapon on. I would keep scrolling. <laughs> I would keep flipping through. We but that's the way it goes. Huh? Hey. Eh. Eh. Hey guys, I hope you're listening to this and voting right now. Oh, motherfuckers, vote! But. This is only out for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> you got nine hours, motherfucker. Go vote. Don't yeah. be stupid. Shit. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, this is Let's Ruin Our Childhood. I'm Tom McGrain. I'm Alex Carter, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>